I'll tell you what, man, it does not get any better than this Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick Channel. I know him. The godfather of sports radio. These guys are the greatest tag team since the British Bulldogs. What do you think, Chaz? I think that's a really, really dated reference. That's what that is. Don't be a knucklehead, all right? If you're going to do that, talk about Miss Robin, call her Miss Elizabeth, and you're George Animal Steel. Hey, Tony. This is the Tony Bruno Show. And now here's Tony Bruno. Beautiful. Is this thing on now? Are we actually on the air everywhere? Uptown, downtown, crosstown, all around the big town, coast to coast, borough to borough, border to border, from sea to shining sea, and throw whatever else you want to throw in there. Hello there, Tony Bruno, back in the air everywhere. And I want to thank so many people as we are live on Sirius XM Channel 1, actually 211, not 311, Harry Mays, Tony Bruno with you again, and it's been a long time coming, Harry. You know, I've been just messing around for the last couple of years, doing pretty much nothing, podcasting and doing a Twitch show. Harry Mays and I were partners for many, many years back in the day, and now here we are reunited again. And Harry and I have been fortunate because we went up to New York a couple times, talked to Steve Cohen and all the folks at Sirius. We went to the studios, and Steve's been a great friend over the years, and we were dabbling with doing a show over and over again, and then, you know, things didn't happen, but... Finally, finally, Harry Mays, we are back together again, and I want to thank Steve Cohen and everybody at the Dan Patrick channel, Dan Patrick, Rich Eisen, and everybody else for sliding us into the afternoon slot from 3 to 6 every day. Welcome to all of you. Harry, Harry's got his mask on. We're socially distancing now. Well, so-so. You and I are exactly not six feet apart. No, but you got the mask on. You got a partial mask on. Yeah, but Robin said it won't work. It won't work. You yeah. look like you're going to hold up a liquor store. I know I am. I'm going over to Jersey <laughs> to hold up three liquor stores because our governor shut them down three weeks ago. I'm going out of my freaking mind. And you know what that is, Harry? That is an absolute outrage. Yes. I only, pe- I only go two places, Tony. I live a simple life. I go to my golf club and the liquor store, and both are shut down. Which is an absolute <laughs> national outrage. But that's why we're here. So we're going to have fun. If you've never listened to the show, if you've never heard me over the last 7,000 years, we have fun. We give you the information. But we got to thank a lot of people that actually helped us get on here. We mentioned yeah. Steve Cohen. It's serious, first and foremost. And now we got to mention the people. Joe Krause, who's been working behind the scenes, putting all the logistics together. But then the great Pat Kaneen, another guy from the Kaneen family. Everybody's known them. Great, great local family. Tremendous family. Incredible. 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 Toured with said, the Stones. He did. He went toured with Madonna before Madonna was in bathtubs. With the freaking out, and it looked like a bathtub full of milk. You want to talk about weird stuff that's oh, that going on during this pandemic? That was weird. But I think he was with Madonna when she still had the hairy pits. Exactly right, and that's when she looked good. Right, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so Pat Kinney put all the equipment together, the board. He was here all weekend, every single day, working hard. Miss Robin. And I have been doing all the construction work, the carpentry, pretty solid. Harry, what it do you is. think? I we stained all the desks. We put that desk together from a wine cabinet and made it a full desk. It looks like a, a Hammond organ. That looks bigger than Greg Allman's Hammond B3 organ that he used to sit behind and put like 15 Heineken bottles up on by the end of the night. I think Joe C., who's the man at the controls today, will have a couple of Heinekens. 
maybe some Coronas, maybe some Miller Lights, whatever we have in the fridge, he'll drink it. Joe's one of those guys. He's easy to please. You yeah. just give him whatever we have, water, and we get it going. And, of course, Joe C., Joe Carbonati. I had some of that the other night, but it's not keto, so I, I cheated. That's, I had a little Carbonati, Joe Carbonati. It's good with Pinot Noir. It certainly. <laughs> and Miss Robin, who's out there putting everything together, people watching us on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show. Welcome, everybody. We shut it down for a week, and we've been doing a lot of stuff down here. But we still don't have the final pieces. Our hanging mics aren't here yet because of the pandemic. Amazon is not delivering everything. What's the matter? Right. No, um, Amazon has not. Well, they've, they've said that they're sending out essentials. And, and apparently. We're not essential. We are not essential. Yeah. <laughs> so we're using the headset mics right now until we get. And then we're going to have Robin and I stain some beautiful wood that's going to be a box up on top of the ceiling, mm-hmm. which we will attach probably over the weekend when we get the equipment. And then the microphones will hang down. And it'll look like a real professional. But it does look like a real professional studio. No, it really does. It doesn't look like a basement. No, uh, it it looks like a wine cellar slash studio. Exactly. The only thing that we're missing, and we we got to work on this. What is that? The golf simulator. Yeah, we got to get a golf simulator. Dan Patrick has one. Can we do a swing in here? No, no, no. no, We got to do something. We're going to do, we got to do a putting green. We can't do a golf. Well, you know, a putting I've, green would be okay. I've been to Dan's studio up in Connecticut. Yeah. And I played on the golf simulator, and he's got a full-size basketball hoop. This is a tiny space. Mm-hmm. Well, his budget is a little <laughs> different a than little bit. Just you a think little. so? Yeah. <laughs> and that was 15 years ago when I did, did Dan show up in Connecticut. Or, no, how, when was that? Back in 2011? No, no, no. That was like uh, nine years Two, ago. Nine Tony, years ago. Three weeks ago feels like 15 years you're ago. Let's be honest. You're absolutely right, Harry. So we're going to have a lot of fun. We'll have some great. Mike Golick's going to join us, my original partner on ESPN on the morning show. We'll talk a lot of football with Mike because football's the big story, Harry. We'll yeah. deal with all the big stories. We'll have the guests. We'll take phone calls later on. We'll give you the number. Our buddy John McMullen, NFL insider, will join us in the 4 o'clock hour nice. to give us more football because – Football's the big story, obviously. We'll talk about the baseball stuff, what's going on there, the NFL draft. We got the NBA uh, Hall of Fame class, which was inducted over the weekend. We've got some uh, WrestleMania, some eSports to talk about today. We've got golf. And luckily, we have our golf expert, Harry Mays, in here to break down. And I got the music ready for you, Harry, because it's a big day in the golf world. Well, it is. It actually should be. This is usually one of my favorite days and favorite weeks of the sports calendar. Yes. It's normally the week of Nance. Jim Nance. Jim Nance's big day, or, you know, the Final Four would have been Saturday night. The championship game would have been tonight. Right? Villanova's won two of the last, what, four championships. Exactly. uh, Local team here. And then, of course, he goes to Augusta. Yes. And it would have been Tiger Woods trying to defend I know. And going for, what, his 16th major? He's got 15, got it last year, and we're, gonna, we're not going to have that until maybe November. No, it looks like it's happening because they've changed it. We'll have a complete golf segment breakdown. Harry will get the putter out of his trunk. He always has the clubs in the car. My clubs have been in storage for four years, Harry. Is that right? I, I don't even remember what they look like. Do you still have that Tommy Armour persimmon wood yes, I driver? Do. Yes, I do. <laughs> that is a collectible. One day, that Tommy Armour persimmon driver will be in the Golf Hall of Fame. Jim Nance will be there. I will present it to him right at Amen Corner. You know what they're calling it this weekend? Hallelujah Corner. No, <laughs> not Amen. What's the opposite of Amen? I don't want Holy, to you know what? Holy crap Corner. <laughs> I think that's There's what nobody it is. here. <laughs> Actually, last night I was watching on, on the Golf Channel. Mike Tirico was doing the, uh, the annual event. 
where all these kids go out there and chip and putt. Well, the drive, chip, and putt. Yeah, yeah that's a cool it, thing. No, it's yeah, really. Yeah. These kids are incredible. Oh, I know. They're, like they're better than me. Nine-year-olds <laughs> chipping like to yeah. within an inch of the cup. Right. So yeah. that's what I've been watching with no sports. Yeah, what else is there? I mean, well, I mean, WrestleMania happened this weekend. I got to leave the Masters theme up there, though. Well, they did. The, the WrestleMania was actually, like, recorded down in, you know, in Orlando yeah, in with the, no audience, yep. you know, like a couple of days ago. And they did it over two nights. So they gave you two nights of entertainment if you wanted it. And there's mixed reviews. I got to give the WWE because, you know, doing – you watch all these TV shows that have audiences like the late night shows. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not it's, – it's not the comedian's fault. It's hard to do a show without an audience. Now, we have an audience here, but at least we don't have more than 10 people or else the Philadelphia mayor would come here and have us arrested. Well, that's right. And removed from the premises. He had to have to trip over all the rubber gloves and plastic gloves that people are just throwing around everywhere. One note for all you folks out there listening. I know everybody's trying to be safe, and you're supposed to be safe. And everybody's buying the plastic gloves. We have a whole box of them. Robin and I wear them. We put, like, several pairs on. Mm -hmm. My dentist, I went to the dentist over the weekend, and he was in a hazmat suit. By the way, my dentist is Chinese, and he's absolutely phenomenal. His assistants were Chinese. So I go in there. He's a great guy. He took me in as an emergency because I had my plate fell out. Right. That was an emergency, by the way. That was. It wasn't yeah. a cleaning. Like, they're not doing cleanings or anything else. But my dentist, Dr. Fan, Dr. Terrence Fan, who was a U.S. Army captain from China, came to the United States. I think he was born here. His parents are from China, mm-hmm. but he goes back a lot. And he was a, he was a dentist for the U.S. Army, and he was a captain in the Army and a great dentist. So he called me and said, hey, I know you're getting ready to do a serious show. I want to have your teeth on so you don't look like a fool. They don't look like a homeless guy on uh, – you know, on, exo- on, on Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic one of his helpers. Yeah, you could fit in. You could feed some of the tigers, Tom. <laughs> See, the thing is, is you didn't get to enjoy the meth to lose those teeth. I know. That's the problem. Speaking of uh, Joe Exotic, I got to play this, Harry. No, I'll play that later. Yeah, that's terrible. How about this? I can't get this song out of And Tiger song, man. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. Now, you watched the whole thing. Did you watch it? Yeah, all I, watched, I watched all seven episodes, unfortunately. The first four were actually somewhat entertaining. I thought there, after then, they could have just ended it, to be honest with Trust you. But me, I watched it all. Everybody wanted them, yeah. a lot of people to end it. Yeah. But that, I, you I know, wanted something horrible to happen to more people. Like, yeah, because I, I, I hated everybody. Yeah, on the show. everybody was yeah. awful. So no, I have to, you know, I've been doing a lot of reviews on it on, on my social media, at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter. And everybody who watches it has the same thing. Most of the people there are bad people. Yeah. But there's only two. At the end of the day, that were really, I think, good people all the way through the end. The one woman who was with her and lost her hand, remember when her hand got Oh, yeah, off? yeah, 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 right, right. Asian woman, she was phenomenal right. because at the end, she didn't become one of these dirtbags who turned on no, the guy. No, I think she really him. liked animals, too. Yeah, she you did. Know what I mean? And yeah. the guy who lost his legs. Oh, yeah, that, that's he right. He was another guy. So there are only two people on that show who I say are decent human beings. The rest of them, I don't give a damn what happens to any of them. Yeah, he was like a welder at the end, right? And he lost yes. his wife. He got divorced exactly. over the whole thing. It was, kind of, it was really sad. Did they really write a country was. song about that, too? Because that usually happens in most country songs, right? Somebody gets married. Mm-hmm. Then they have kids. Then they take a bad job. The guy they work for goes to prison for doing all kinds of crazy, stupid they stuff. They get their truck repoed. Everything gets repoed. Yeah. Their trailers, their, their double wides. Everything is taken away from them. And now this poor bum sitting there. Is the guy he was helping is in jail, mm-hmm. and now he's got nothing. Right. He's got to start all over again. Sort of like me after my divorce. <laughs> but hey, I didn't have a song like this. Tiger. 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 Now, now come on, tell me when you heard that song. 
You didn't think that was a cool song? Uh, no, because I actually <laughs> like country music, and I've known country music for many years, and that does not even show up on my radar screen. Okay, wait, though. But you have to admit the song is way better than you think would come out of him, and then we find out that he it's not really it. him. Yeah, he didn't do it. He's a so fraud. All he's the, a 100% total fraud. fraud. I thought he was writing those songs, oh. singing those songs. He was marrying all those dudes, he though. Was. I mean, I don't think that was yeah. fake. Yeah, he was. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Now, anyway, enough about uh, Joe Exotic. But while you brought up Tiger, did you see? A tiger apparently tested positive yes. for COVID nineteen. I believe in the Bronx Zoo. At the Zoo. Bronx Zoo. And here's the big question: As soon as I saw that, everybody in New York is complaining. We can't get a test. Celebrities are getting tests. NBA players are getting tests. And in New York, people are saying we can't get tested. They go to the Bronx Zoo and test the tigers there. Listen, I love animals more than anybody. Yeah. How did the hell did the tigers at the Bronx Zoo get tested? Nobody, nobody's hiding the tigers right now, Tony. I know. I mean, Tiger should be playing this week in Augusta. Yes. And Tiger uh, King was big on TV. You know what, though? If that's the case, we should go to a veterinarian if we need to get tested. Exactly. Because apparently they can they get have tests. tests. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get tested. You want to get tested? Yeah. Do you, do you have any symptoms? Uh, no, I don't have symptoms, but, but I'm that's just a wasted I'm test so paranoid. Tony, I walk outside. I stayed in in my house for three straight days. I didn't leave. I didn't go out of the house. Did you have vodka at least, the provisions? We did. Okay. And I'm on the treadmill doing my exercise. Finally, my wife, the Lima, says, we, you're getting going outside. We're taking a walk out in nature. So I went outside. I got to be honest, man. It was weird. It is was, weird out there. I was just like, I felt like I was going to get sick. I always feel like I have an upper respiratory thing, but then I realize it's allergies. Right. But you got to be careful. That's I mean, I'm not wearing a mask now, but we do when we go out. Robin and I had to go out because we're putting all the studio stuff together. Right. And then we had to go get cables, and then we had to go get this. And so we were in Lowe's and Home Depot, but I went to Home Depot, and they have people going in one at a time. So there's a line like yeah. a block long. I drive a quarter mile away to the Lowe's. And by the way, nobody in line. So I went in there and got my stuff and got out of there. But I wore gloves. I wore a mask. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to do. You got to be careful out there. Be safe. Yet people are throwing gloves everywhere. I mean, how stupid are these people? They're wearing their gloves and then just throwing them. On the ground. On the ground. Yeah. We put ours in the trunk and take them home and put them in the trash. So get wise up, people. All right? Be, if you're going to be safe, don't be stupid out there. Just think of everybody else. Who's going to pick up your glove when you throw it on the ground? You're going to risk somebody else getting sick because you're a moron? Come on. Meanwhile, we're going to come back. We're taking a break. You know who's going to join us next? Our first guest on the Tony Bruno Sirius XM Dan Patrick radio show with Harry Mays. Another guy you know. We both got to know him here when he played for the Philadelphia Eagles. I got to work with him at ESPN on the morning show. Mike Golick will talk NFL and what's going on with the draft two weeks away. On Thursday, it'll be two weeks before the draft comes up. And the NFL with some breaking news about how they're going to conduct it. And it's not going to make a lot of people happy. Will it make Mike Golick happy? Plus, we'll talk about NBA stuff with Mike because ESPN is coming up with an idea to keep people more, not more interested. There's no basketball. What do we do when there's no NBA basketball? Mike Golick will have the latest on that from Woj at ESPN. That's all still ahead. We're live here in the South Philly Wine Center, the epicenter of everything Italian, everything shut down just like everywhere else. Tony Bruno, Sirius 211. Stick around. Oh, oh okay. I see what he did there. <laughs> so everybody on Twitch can still hear us. Oh, okay. But um, that I'm commercial... still not hooked up to Twitch, though. 
So uh, I gotta get tickets. Yeah, Twitch is now on. So everybody, during the commercial breaks, uh, when we go on a serious commercial break, Why are we, we are still. <clears throat> I'm not whispering. Uh. We can still play talk to you guys on the Twitch channel. So if you have questions, if you uh, have requests or whatever, this is the time to ask it. It's asking me to log in, Robin. Um. Okay, I'll come over there. How's that? I don't that? want to give out my password on yeah. Twitch. Yeah, I don't either. I've been telling you I can't get into there. Now, do they have us up on the serious uh, Dan Patrick channel as the name? Do they have the uh, Tony Bruno show up there? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody said they think they're still hearing Rich Eisen on the app. Well, that's because it's on a delay. Oh. Right? It shouldn't be that much of a delay. No, it's pretty long. I, I, I did a couple of shows. I did a couple of shows over the weekend on Sirius and on Fox Sports Radio and all the different networks that were calling me. And three minutes later, it's like nine minutes. Wow. Really? Yeah, because Robin was listening when I was on with Ben Maller, when I was on with uh, the, odd, the Odd Couple guys. Mm-hmm. Back in 30. We're back in 30 seconds? All right. Beautiful. Is that all right, the opening segment there? Oh, we got to open the box, too. We got to do a what's in the box segment. Did we break early? No, we didn't. We're supposed to break at 20. No, we're supposed to break at 12. Oh, okay. Well, it's a floating break. Back on a Monday, which feels like every day. Remember when we would know when the weekend came? Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, we know what day it was. Now, does anybody know what day it is? No. Does anybody really care? Every day is the same. It really is. Yeah. You just, it's what you make of it. I know it's tough out there. You go outside, take a walk. Don't walk in big crowds. Just take a walk, and you'll be okay. And the weather's getting nicer now, yeah. finally, in many places. And obviously, people sitting inside through a couple of bad months of weather, they see that sun out there. What do they want to do? They yeah. want to go out. To, so you can go out and take a walk. I don't know if that's so good, though, Tone. I think this week is the week that people are really going to start going nuts. Because you're right, it's going to be in the 60s. Like for a good yeah. portion, at least here in the Northeast, the weather's going to start getting sunny and it's mid-60s. People are really going to have a lot of pent-up you know, frustration and uh, may go crazy. Yeah, just be careful. I mean, listen, everybody's going through the same thing. You know, celebrities in their mansions, <laughs> they probably have it a little easier. A little bit. You know, they don't have to go out to the store. Right. They get stuff brought to them. they got to worry about their maids and their butlers and all the other stuff. And, you know, NBA players, all of them who got the virus, they're all okay, which yeah, is good. good. Yeah, And that's what you do. You get tested. But the thing about getting tested when you don't need to be tested, that's the other thing. Do I think I should be tested? I don't want to be tested. You don't want to be. I don't think I have it. Wouldn't you, yeah, but wouldn't you want to know if you were carrying it? Yes. Even yes. though you weren't sure. Because to me, that's scary. Yeah, it is. Because that's when you don't even know you have it. Because if you don't have any symptoms and you're like, oh, I'm fine. And right. then you go and you infect somebody that Let's really say could you be interact compromised. with an older yeah. person. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, that you could mean be like really me? bad. Well, no, you know what I mean. <laughs> well, we have one of our really good friends who lives here on the street. He is going through chemotherapy. Yeah. I, would, I mean, he's idea, compromised. Yeah, he's compromised. Yes. So I well, would I've hate. been compromised for <laughs> decades, Harry, but long before the coronavirus, <laughs> I've been very, very compromised. But anyway, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Mike Golick's going to join us here in a minute. And we actually have him on the line right now. Is Mike Golick there? Mike, how are you, man? How are you? I don't hear you. I, I don't, don't hear him. him. Mike, you there? I'm here. Oh, there he there is. There he is. Right. How are you, pal? Hey, there I am. Good, man. How are you doing? Congratulations. You are the very first guest 
on the new Tony Bruno. This is my last, uh, by the way, this will be my last ever job. This is your last contract. This is my, la- <laughs> my last job. I wasn't really saying I wanted Seriously? to go back. Yes. Seriously? Ser- so, so you're going all the way back to the beginning of us way, 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 way back in the late 90s, huh? Yeah, that was that, but that was you know that was one of my re- reboots as we call it. What year was that? Do that you was nineteen ninety nine. That was, was ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. Yes, I, I mean you were obviously in Philly when I was in Philly. You were doing Philly. That's where I got to know you when I was playing for the Eagles. But yeah, that's when that's when we hooked up for our for our year, and then so really. Seriously, am I supposed to believe this is your last game? Yeah, what am I going to do? I'm I'm going to be 68. I don't want to I don't want to die on the job, but I'm still enjoying this. You know what it is, Mike? You know it, and I we both have fun doing what we do. You were when you played in the NFL with the Eagles and the Dolphins. People knew you were a fun guy. People knew in the locker room. Mike Golick, he's got it. In fact, he had his own TV show. Remember that Harry Golick's got it. Where he would that do his is, own yeah. segments. Is that right? Yeah. I, I never saw he that because I was living down south. Was that just local? Like in yeah, Philly? he had his own local yeah. thing. Yeah. And you know, okay. in every city, in every NFL city, it's like Pat McAfee in Indy. Everybody right. knew he was yeah. a character. He was a great punter. Mike Golick was on a great defensive line with all those guys with Reggie. When you mm-hmm. look at that Eagles defense he played with on that line. And Mike, I don't believe, got the credit that he deserved. I think that you got shortchanged on that line with Clyde Simmons. Listen, and nobody, nobody can help up one of my teammates. Uh, after a sack like I did, I was <laughs> phenomenal. <at it. laughs> Let's see, Reggie, Reggie White, the, what, to me, the greatest defensive lineman I ever saw play. And then you had Jerome Brown, the late, great Jerome Brown, Clyde Simmons, and Mike Golick. That's a pretty damn good line. Clyde Simmons was awesome, Yeah, too. Mike, don't forget, Mike, Mike Pitts was another first That's round right. that was in there. We had, a, we had a nice rotation on the inside. Let me tell you, it was a ball playing for that team. You know, the behind there, you had Byron Evans and Seth Joyner, Eric yep. Allen, Wes Hopkins. Andre Waters. I mean, the, the shame of it is, I mean, the, the, the sad part for me is, you know, a few of those guys that have, have passed away, and that's, that's, been, that's been a bit of a bummer, you know, trying to relive those days and understanding some of those guys have been lost. But, you know, that was before free agency hit in 93, and so we were all together for more than a few years, and uh, that was back when I, I think you really had a lot of friends, not just teammates, but a lot of friends as well. Exactly, and your kids... You know, I remember when, and then I moved to Connecticut. I didn't move to Connecticut. I was still working here in Philly. And then you and I got together. I, you were still in Arizona. And I remember we were talking about, Mike was asking, should I move to Bristol? You know, I'm here in uh, Scottsdale. You know, I, I want this to work. And I said, yeah, Mike, this is going to be a great opportunity. And then we launched the Bruno and Golick morning show at ESPN Radio, the yeah. very first morning show at ESPN. And I was there for a year with Mike. And then I, I left and went, moved to L.A. for 11 years. But Mike and, you know, Mike and them, Greeny and Golick were there. How many years? 20 years with you and Greeny? Uh, it was 18 years. It was the one with you, 18 with Greeny, and now I'm on my third with Wingo and my son, Mike. So, yeah, I've been getting up early for, uh, for a long I loved our year together, though, man. Remember, we started out, we were only in Chicago. We had to make sure we had put Chicago banners up all over our studio because we only talked Chicago sports. We, we literally started with one one affiliate. That was it. No, don't forget Binghamton. We added Binghamton, New York, as our second affiliate. Yeah. And then we had to go to Binghamton and do live shows there and talk about the broom dusters. No, no, we didn't. We just, but we did. We had fun with the people in Binghamton. Oh, we had a ball. It was, isn't that the Rumble Ponies? Their their uh, their uh, minor league baseball team. You know the, like you know the, the right all these teams change their names, Mike, because you know that's the the minor league baseball names of franchises are the greatest on the planet. They are. So are Absolutely. their promotions at the ball. Oh, yeah, they're too. the best. Yeah. And it's yeah. a shame there's no baseball of any kind right now. But, Mike, let's get to some football now. Mike's still going, so you can hear him every morning. Wingo and Golick, 
Golick and Wingo. Is it should be Golick and Wingo. Yeah, it sounds better. It is Golick yeah, and Wingo. Yeah, it's Golick yeah. and Wingo. And you tell Trey, I know he's a Cowboy fan. You tell him it should never be Wingo and Golick. <laughs> never. Well, ever. We're thinking of taking his name out of the title altogether, quite honestly, because he's <laughs> a Cowboy fan. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I think he, no, no, he's great. He's really, really solid. <laughs> and he let his hair go gray, too, which is what I did. A lot of these guys are just never want to let it go. At least Trey let the hair go natural, man. Mine went, well, period. It didn't go naturally. It just died on its own. Mine has gray in it, and I will always leave the gray in it. And now for the first time, because we're all quarantined, and I never gave a damn what I look like anyway, for the first time in my life, I'm growing a beard, and I'm finding out my beard has a lot of white in it. So I'm either going to look like the Dosecki's man or Moses, and I am psyched for either one of them. See, I did it. When I was doing TV with Keith Olbermann and I was doing a lot of stuff, I was about, you know, because I had that mixed thing. When you get a beard that's salt and pepper, but yeah. it doesn't look good. Yeah. It looks like it's yeah. dirty. It starts looking dirty because you still have some black in it, and then you have to dye it, but you don't let it go super dark because then you look, then people say, oh, look at that creep. Look how dark yeah, he let his beard get. <laughs> exactly. Everybody <laughs> knows it's like wearing a bad rug. That's when you why wear I a bad cut it rug, tight. Yeah, you got to cut it tight. Yeah. So I just let it go. It's, it's gray now. Chicks dig the gray beard. Right, Robin? Oh, God. Yes, <laughs> That's I what do. my wife always said. That guys have it so easy because guys just let themselves go gray and they look distinguished. And my wife says, I'm not letting myself go gray. She said, I, I, would, look, I would look horribly old because she's not doing it. No, she still looks great, man. I, we, every time I see her at the Super Bowl, we get together every year. You're looking good. You're keeping the weight off. It's the one thing that I've always been fascinated with watching football. Offensive linemen have to be 300-plus when they're playing, so they have to eat like crazy. Then when they retire, they lose all that weight. And running backs who are small become monstrous after they retire. Not all of them, but Man, a lot of them. A lot of them are, do. You are so great. You see a running back and they look, they look like bloated ticks. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but all, I'm, one of the, I'm one of the D linemen that was able to, to go down as well. But you're right. Offensive linemen really struggle to keep weight on. So when they retire, I mean, they drop like 40, 50, like nothing. And then cut down even more and they look really good. But you're right, man. Those, those running backs, they, they – they look like a football after a while. Yeah, you look at Brian Baldinger, our good friend. He's always in great shape. Oh, he's ripped. He's, you know, he's climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. I mean, he does all kinds. He's swimming with guy. sharks. Swimming. He does yeah. everything great. And then you look at Stink. We just saw Mark Slareth at the Super Bowl. He looks great. All these guys lose all that weight, and they look really good as they get older. You know, the amazing thing is, though, every time I walk by and say hi and give these guys a hug or something, they still hold me. They, they still hold. It's been <laughs> great for them to get a plaque from that. All right, Mike, I've got to talk to you about the draft because we know they're going to do it two weeks from the Thursday, so the 23rd, 24th, 25th, and they announced this morning, not that long ago before we came on, that they will conduct it and it will be done. Everybody will be home. So do guys have to still wear, like, crazy suits when they're sitting at home getting drafted? There won't be any more bro hugs. No more bro hugs with the I, I think that may be the best thing about the draft not happening is Roger Goodell bro-hugging now completely gone, maybe forever. Will the bro-hug officially be dead, Mike Golick, now that the coronavirus has stopped Goodell from doing it in Las Vegas on the Strip this year? Oh, no. The next time we have, uh, where's the draft next year? I forgot. Is it out in California? I think it's L.A. I think think it is L.A. I think it's L.A. Oh, no, the the hugs will be back. But here's here's what I would do if I was one of the draftees, you know, because they always get decked out in that, that incredible suit. Now... Now get somebody to deck you out in a great, like, leisurely outfit. You know, a really cool, like, hanging out on the couch outfit. 
that's what they need to do now because that's all that's where they're going to be. Or a hazmat suit. Yeah, or a hazmat yeah. suit with a mask. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's too. Exactly. <laughs> so do you like, I mean, what are we going to do? At least they're not delayed because everything's being canceled. Like, for example, we were talking about tonight would have been the NCAA College Basketball Championship. Yeah. So this is actually right. the first event that we knew was going to happen that is officially not going to be played at all. We're seeing a lot of golf tournaments, the, the Open, the British Open, or the Open, right. as they call it, right. has officially been canceled. They're not going to play until next year, and they're going to go. The 149th will be at Royal St. George's in Which is where it was going to be this year. Right. And then they want to keep the 150th through St. Andrews. Exactly, in 2022. Right. So they're yeah. just there will be no champion of the British Open. The U.S. Open and the American golf things, they're still moving them later in the season, and they're hoping to get those in. But the interesting thing, Mike, is with the NFL – even though they've been affected, they're continuing their business. The free agent stuff went on, so they haven't really been shut down. They've been obviously inconvenienced where they can't do the big glitz and stuff of the draft on, on the Vegas Strip. Right. But business as usual is going on. And, and I have no problem with it. You know, listen, you, you guys know, whenever the NFL does something, especially Roger Goodell, everybody throws darts right away. The NFL always gets ripped for what they do because, listen, quite honestly, they've made some mistakes in the past. So they rarely get the benefit of the doubt. And a lot of people, when they were going to actually start the new year on time in March and have free agency, they were somewhere going, uh-oh, should they be doing this? Man, I'm not – maybe you did, but in my circle of, of sports people in our audience, we didn't hear anybody complain. We thought, man, when somebody signs that $60 million deal, people are going to say, oh, they're signing these deals and the coronavirus is going on. I think people were so starved for something – and the only ones complaining about this draft are the GMs and the coaches who have to do it old school for once in their life now and actually study film and, and maybe not obviously not be together, so they're inconvenienced a little bit. People are going to eat the draft up. I, I can't wait for it, and I'm, I'm happy they're doing it. They're being socially responsible. They're doing the social distancing. They have tape, which should be the number one evaluator anyway. All the tape you have, you certainly have your exceptions like Tua, you know, wanting to make sure he's healthy and not able to get your hands on him. But I have no problem with them doing the draft now. Talking with the great Mike Golick from ESPN. And now the other thing that Woj revealed uh, over the weekend, high-profile players playing horse in their own home gyms. One guy takes a shot, another guy goes, they go live to his gym and he takes a shot. You know what, I'd be interested in watching that. that because remember, they did it in the NBA All-Star game for a bunch of years. And I think it's much what, more competitive than three-point shooting or dunking. What aren't we watching at this point? I mean, you put that together. They're, they're doing the NBA 2K things we're watching. The iRacing has been unbelievable. With the NASCAR guys has been popular. I mean, you do something people are going to watch. I mean, they just had WrestleMania over the weekend. I freaking bought the pay-per-view both nights. I mean, that, that, I, I just wanted to watch something, so... Uh, yes, I think people are going to watch horse. I think it's a cool thing. Try stuff. I mean, this is this is the time to try something. Get some content out there. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I, I have no problem. Now, people don't remember this. 1978, the NBA All-Star Game incorporated horse. Yep. And Paul yep. Westfall won it. He beat Pistol Pete Maravich, Kevin, uh, Kevin Kreider, and... Maurice Lucas wow. in horse Wow! during the NBA I, I All-Star game. See, I want to see, and I don't want to see dunks. I want to see some trick shots. I want to see some off-the-wall kind of shots. Exactly. I don't want to just see regular stuff. Take some chances. That's what I want to see out there. I totally agree with you. You know, the other ones, they also did it 
Uh, Kevin Durant won the ones in the 2009 and 2010 All-Star Games. So the 78 one was the first time they tried it. They brought it back in 08 and 09, and Kevin Durant won it both times. So it's something that a lot of, you know, that's what we do in in, in schoolyards now. We We don't say, hey, let's shoot free throws. Let's try to dunk because most people can't dunk. Especially the white dudes here. Plus, they took all the yeah, bas- they yeah. took all the nets off the rims in cities now because they don't want kids getting together and playing basketball, which is an outrage, Mike. Yeah, I, and and you know, so people would go, you know, find a find a, a hoop at the end of somebody's driveway, say, hey, just watch from your house. I'm going to play on your hoop, you know, in this in this horse game. But yeah, we all did it because we could all shoot a basketball. I mean, that's something all of us could do, so everybody can relate to it. So I hope Ben Simmons. I hope Ben Simmons is it in it, Mike, because nobody wants to see him taking three point shots in this thing. I mean, nobody well, wants and, to see. Well, he he would only excel at the mid range, and, and you know they're not going to do a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, five foot and in. I don't think that's in this. Uh, I don't think that's in this competition. No shots in the paint. Exactly. Oh, so that's cold, Mike. See, that's what I always. That's the one thing about Mike. Like he always had to take that cheap shot, you know. And then, then but normally he's a nice guy. Dude, if you're going to tee it up for me, I'm going to swing it. Okay? <laughs> well, Mike, I mean, is it a foregone conclusion? Like, do you, do you just think it's a matter of time before they announce that there aren't going to be any NBA playoff and it's officially scrapped? Because as of now, they're not. Here's what's going to be interesting to me. You know, the owner of the Hawks, and I wonder if it's going to pick up steam, he's wanted to change the year. He's wanted to, to start the NBA season on Christmas. Because right now, start the NBA season, what, end of October, early November, we were hyped up for the first game, and then nobody cares about it again until Christmas. Yeah. So his thought was have it at Christmas and start the season then and go on later into the summer and, and never never run into football. Where yeah. if you start late October and go and start then, you're running into football. So a thought was if they played the playoffs of the NBA season and went late and later into the year, they could actually incorporate – the new league year and start in December. I don't think they're going to do it. I think at this point, I don't know if you guys agree or not, at some point the base, the, the baseballs, the hockey, the basketball, they're going to have to have kind of a kind of a cutoff date that says if we can't do something by X date, we're really probably not going to be able to get anything in the rest of this year. No, I agree with you, Mike, and I think that's uh, – let's be honest. We all joke about this year after year. And the NBA pretty much acknowledges it that the season doesn't start till Christmas Day because those are the games they hype they up. They five games on five that games, day. Right. Yeah. all great matchups. And I joke every single yep. year: wake me up on Christmas Day when the NBA yep. league starts. <laughs> and I think that they should do that. I totally agree with the owner of the uh, of the Hawks. But I don't know what they're going to do this summer, though, because it, now you know the argument will be: now that the British Open is canceled in July, people are going to start saying, "Well, what are we going to do? We're going to play games in empty gyms." To just to get the NBA season finished, same thing with hockey. The ice is going to get bad when it gets hotter. Yep. Baseball, we don't know what's going to happen there, but they're talking about playing games in Florida and Arizona. Right, the spring training uh, locations. the spring training yeah. locations with no fans, but then they got to worry about the players, the managers, the trainers, you know, the staff, the TV, radio people who will be working these games. you got to make sure all those people are tested because if that happens and these players go down and play each other, what are you going to do? Have a You can't slide from within six feet of the bag, or else you're going to be out automatically? I mean, what the hell are they going to do? Well, listen, we have to be at a point where groups, at least of that size, can get together, or, or it, it's a not even, we're not even starting the conversation, right? If we're getting to the point where we can have some people together but not crowds, I, I think, and I, I know I am, I would imagine you guys are, and I would imagine sports fans will be so thirsty for something 
that they'll watch it on TV. Whether you can, if you probably won't be able to go to it in the beginning, but you're, you're telling me that in another month at the NBA or two months, the NBA starts to play, we're all not going to be glued to the TV watching it. I mean, we haven't had anything, nothing. So if they start televising something, even if fans can't go to it, you know people are going to watch it. No, I agree with you, Mike. If people are worrying, not worried, they, they want it. They want sports to come back. And we're all willing to sit here and do what we have to do, except the knuckleheads out there throwing gloves. Are there gloves all over the place up there in Connecticut, Mike, where people go to stores and stuff and they wear these rubber gloves, plastic gloves, and then oh, they throw God. them all yeah, over? they're everywhere. It's an outrage, yeah, man. everywhere. Yeah, Absolute it's, uh, outrage. It's, it's been, been pretty interesting, that's for sure. Are all the bars and well, I know the bar, are the liquor stores closed in Connecticut? No, 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 no. They don't close liquor stores in Connecticut. I mean, are you crazy? I mean, you want to talk about essential. I mean, so they, they feel that's essential enough to keep open. Liquor stores are open in Connecticut. Everything else pretty much is closed. Obviously, outside, you know, you can do the takeout and all that. Uh, but yeah, liquor stores are, are open. So you don't even have to go into the New York studios or the Connecticut studios, right? Who's working in those buildings right now? It, it's like a ghost town. Only every now and then the NFL, like I think the, like sports center anchors will go and they sit apart from one another. Uh, NFL Live, I think, goes in there. Uh, and I think that's it. We're doing the show in my basement. we got a big table. So me, Mike, and Trey are, are, are far enough away from one another. And that's where we've been doing it. All the, basically, the other shows, like debate shows and stuff, they all have TV setups at their house now, hmm. so they all do it from there. So everybody is basically remote. It's like a ghost town. You actually have, I believe, have to have like a, a letter that allows you to get back on campus right now. Wow, jeez. But you know, I'm. I've yeah, been doing, I, I, Listen, I, I, I mean, they got. I was you know, way ahead of the curve. Like, people that work there. I know. I was way ahead of the curve. I started doing stuff in my basement, which we converted to a wine cellar two years ago. And so I was ready for this, too. So don't be blaming me for the shortages of this. We don't have wine in the wine cellar. We don't have any masks. We don't have any safety gear. We've been safely down here. Now everybody's stealing our act. you got to come. When you come to Philly, you got to come to the wine cellar, Mike. It's really a nice spot here. It's, it's well-decorated. We, Robin and I built, as you know, I'm, I'm very handy. Robin and I built all the equipment down here, built all the, well, we didn't build the board, but all the, the furniture and all of that other stuff. You remember when I came Where's to your house in wine? Connecticut? And I was putting up lighting for you when you first moved in. Oh yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> where, where's where's all your wine though? Where's the wine's the right wine? here. It's in the racks. We yeah. got racks and racks of wine. wine. Yes, we do. I mean, I'm, I'm doing keto, so I can't drink a lot of red wine. But we, had, Robin and I, had a little uh, earthquake Zinfandel last night. With do the you dinner? do the show like uh, Hoda and Kathy Lee used to do, drinking wine during the show? That's yes. what I want to do. Well, we'll start doing yeah. that. See, we don't have any rules here. Mike, we don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about somebody yelling at me in the background. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, I know when you and I were together, you would have liked it if we had no rules. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, before we let him go, i got to yes. ask him. You, know, you were the inventor of the stone-cold lead pipe lock. Yes. Is it a stone-cold lead pipe lock that Joe Burrow goes number one in the draft to the Bengals? Stone-cold lead pipe lock. Absolutely positively happening. You know, and people, when you and, and Golik and Greenberg used to do that, people thought I got mad that you were stealing my original stone cold lead pipe locks, which I was doing back in the '80s. But I always thought oh, of yeah. it as I always thought of it as an homage, more than a we're going to steal it and nobody's going to know that Tony Bruno is the guy who originated that. Oh, I, I know when we did it a couple of times. I said you used to do it. I mean, I had no problem with that. I mean, my God, listen, not many. 
not many people can say they originated something. You originated that. I mean, but for the most part, as we know, you're in this business long enough. A lot of stuff gets researched. Oh yeah, absolutely. Maybe just named it differently. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I always people always say, "Why aren't you mad?" This guy's saying that. I said, "Listen, everybody's. I'm not going to go trademark stuff and then go after people because they're using shtick that I've done for 30, 40 years. Exactly, exactly man. It's that's what makes this business great. The great exactly Mike Golan. Right. Let's put our hands together. Our first roaring round of applause on the new show. <laughs> On Sirius XM 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. Mike Golick, you will always know. I'm going to have a plaque made. The first guest on the new Tony Bruno show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. That's an honor. I am honored. So I am honored to be the first guest. I Thank you. Forget about ESPYs. Forget about Emmys. Forget about all the other awards. Does this come with a uh, cash award? No, no cash. This will involve. We'll, okay. do, we'll, we'll get trade. Joe Krause will work on some trade deal for a you. Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, we'll get you Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. We'll get you some uh, maybe some new tires down here when you come back to the Philadelphia area, which you do every once oh, in a while. I like that. Okay. Whatever you need, Mike, we'll hook you up here. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Golick, Mike, always great to talk Thanks, to you, Thanks, Mike. You, you too, buddy. I'll see you. There he is, the great Mike Golick. It all comes full circle. Yes, it does. How about that? We need to have some sort of lovely parting gifts for our guests, though, right? We'll work on that. We're just getting yeah. started. This is day one. Listen, we're going to have a lot of time to yes. just basically <laughs> think this stuff up exactly. on the show. We are working on something very, very special that will be not only for new listeners, but for guests. And um, Krause will probably mention it more as soon as we have details. But just stay tuned. There's well, something like very cool. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have swag. We're like going to have swag. swag. Wow. Real, honest to God swag. Wow. And you know what else? One of the other things we do is our segment where on Twitch, the... The what's in the box, in. Mm. and we have a box waiting for us because you know listeners send us stuff on our Amazon. Well, we'll wish open list. that when we come back from the break. Yes, we're going to open it. We got a box in here today. Has it been sanitized? Did you put any stuff on it? I don't know how long you know the virus lives for a couple hours. It lives of hours. on cardboard. I heard. Yes, right? exactly. For a while. We'll check it. I'll get the. Uh, we have plenty of antiseptic. We'll clean the box. We'll open the box. What's in the box? Uh, what's in the box? We'll find out next right here, Tony and Harry, on Sirius XM Two Eleven and on Twitch TV. All right, we are out break. And um, by the way, Tony, that box, I was told he left it on the stoop and sprayed Lysol over it oh, before okay. leaving it. Mm. How, 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 what a great delivery is that? Very conscientious. Beautiful. Did you uh, see this Boris Johnson's intensive care? Oh, he went is into he? the hospital. Well, yeah, now he's it. in intensive care. Wow. Well,. Well, he didn't look like he was the healthiest. He didn't look like he was the healthiest no. of people, no. anyway. No. Um, the box. Yeah. Is it open? Can you? Is the top open? Just take Here, the tape off. Take the take the envelope off, and then I will open it up and just let Tony read it. How's that? Rather than dragging it over there. Here. So once again, everybody that's watching on Twitch, yes. uh, the only things that I can't do other than when they're in the commercial break is, um, and I'm probably going to forget, is I need to leave off the alert sounds. So all of your walk-up sounds, they won't work. Um, all of the other visual things will work, just not the audio portion because we can't have that playing over serious air. Uh, at least for now. We yeah. might do like a segment or two where walk-up sounds are allowed. but um, Jack just says the contents are sanitized as well. Mm. Oh, for wow. Our protection. Oh, good. James Siciliano's buzzing in. Oh, is he? Oh, is Andrew? He? Andrew. Young Andrew. Tony Bruno Show. Wow. 
did I thought I uh, uh, are you my... take absolutely, absolutely. I thought he was going to come on tomorrow, back but that's 30, okay. Back in 30. All right, uh, hold on one moment. What up, yo? What up? Aren't you hot, Harry? A little bit. Just take the damn thing off. It's not going to do anything. No, it's not that. It's a, this is hot. Here we come. Phone call sounded good, though. Hmm. Didn't it? It's clean. It's good. It's really good. Here comes music bumper. It's Monday. It's April 6th, a very big day in sports history. On this date, you know what happened, Harry Mays? What year? Well, in multiple years. Uh, How about on this date, April 6, 2016, something really, really big happened four years ago today, and it happened right here in the epicenter of tanking in the NBA. Oh, was that the manifesto from uh, one Hinky? Yes, Sam Hinky, the Hinkie. man who invented the tank to perfection. The man who basically... Sur- is survived by Joel Embiid and future second-round draft picks. All and cash over the, uh, considerations. And cash considerations. <laughs> Sam Henke, a tearful, tearful day when he prepared a statement and presented it to the 76ers' ownership and to the fan base. And that day was a day basketball died as Sam Henke acolytes started putting together podcasts and shrines, and they were lighting candles at St. Rita's and at the cathedrals wondering how the 76ers were going to complete the process that we are still trusting to this day. I don't know if I trust the process anymore, but I'll tell you one guy I do trust. That is this man who is also hunkered down, not like the Georgia Bulldogs who hunkered down down there between the hedges. That was Dooley's dogs. Exactly right. He's hunkered down out in Los Angeles getting ready for the NFL draft. So we've had my first ESPN partner and now my first Fox Sports Radio partner. So it's like a reunion show today with the great Andrew Siciliano hunkered down on the NFL Network somewhere in Los Angeles in his basement. Do you have basements in L.A.? I didn't have a basement in my house in Venice. Hello? Drew, can you hear me? I hear him. I hear him. He's there. Andrew. Hello. He's tapping on the phone. Yep, he's waiting. I'm not Andrew, Tony. Oh, no, this is not, that's not Andrew. That's Jim from Cheltenham. I thought we had Andrew on the line. He's on a different line. Is Andrew Siciliano there? He's scheduled for tomorrow. Oh, okay. I thought he was, I thought you said Andrew Siciliano was on the line. Are you sure? Somebody did. But that's all right. Jim from Cheltenham. Let's go to Jim from Cheltenham. He's not my original partner. He's the official archivist. Right. He's got audio of you with all your partners. Exactly. He's got more tape than the Smithsonian. (laughs) How you doing, Tony? Good, Jim. How are you? Jim is our first official call-in caller on our phone. By the way, our phone number remains the same. For those of you who have been listening, it's 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. We're going to open the phones in the 5 o'clock hour. Okay. But Jim, well, Tony, Jim is here doing, today. Harry? It's been a long time. Doing great, Jim. Well, Tony, if this is your first show, I went back to found something in 2005 with your good friend Rich Eisen. Oh, with Rich Eisen in 2005? Uh, Whose yeah, show precedes you, us. the show is also on yeah. XM. So. Right. Yeah, he's on right before us every day. He's on and the, uh, and noon to three. And the clip is, 
this clip was when you were, were on XM Satellite Radio. Oh, let's go to the tape. I don't remember this. Well, this is when uh, it goes back. You were, it was the Eagles played the first Monday night game of the year, and you're living in an apartment in L.A. It's a tough yet, life, but somebody had to do it. I was only living in an apartment in Marina Del Rey before I bought my mansion in Venice a couple of years later. <laughs> and unfortunately, you had this bad cable system, Adelphi Cable, and they lost the Monday night game. Adelphia, yes. Remember Adelphia yeah, Cable? Sure. They were one of the, ori- the original, yes. you know. So uh, okay, yeah, you lost it, and the next day you come on in, in, and you were very upset, and you're ripping the, the executives of uh, them. It's not my style, as you know, to criticize any corporations or co-workers <laughs> or organizations anywhere. But let's go to the tape, Jim, going into the archives. And then Rich Eisen called you up to help you out to invite you to the NFL Network the following Sunday. Oh, let's go to the tape. God, I love this old stuff. Well, your football decision is easy. You get in your car, you drive down to Cole Washington Boulevard, you, it's, it's, it's I know exactly simple. where the NFL it's Network simple. is. Very simple. Very very unique directions of it's the second driveway past the mosque. Right? I know. I <laughs> see the mosque, the blue of the mosque, okay. the fire, and I turn right. Yes, yes. But the problem is, and you mentioned, you know what the problem is? I don't want to get in an altercation at the NFL Network. Why would you get into an altercation? Because there's a lot of Cowboy fans there, and I don't want to have to be beating up Cowboy oh, fans when I'm trying to watch a football oh, game. Oh, no, listen, Rich, listen to his point. I don't want you to go ahead and commit cable fraud. I don't want that. I'm not. I'm not going to steal cable. In fact, I don't even want to pay for cable. Steal it. I just want to. I'm going to rip the wires out and throw it out of my window today off my patio. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's one option. I'm not stealing DirecTV. Uh, I'd like DirecTV. I can't have it because I, my building doesn't allow it because I can't see it. We're also on a Comcast in this town. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what else. To I say. think my building is like a lot of these corrupt buildings and companies that have sweetheart deals with one company and won't allow another one to compete. It's, it's called uh, communism. There's well, no free market system in cable. Communism. It, it, yes, it's called socialism, communism, Marxism, and any other ism you want to put in there. I'm glad you don't get into politics, as you said. <laughs> Not at all. Well, when you don't have a choice, what is that called? Is that a free market it's system? Called unfair. Wow. How about that? that was a mon- monopoly discussion. That's, that was me standing up for the little man yeah. and woman out there. Short, tall, I didn't care. I was standing up for those people who are in buildings, and it still happens. You know, the building I was in, it was a great apartment complex, mm-hmm. but you had to pay them to get direct TV. And so they'd have their dish, and then they would jack you with the rates and all the others. So I finally went up and put my own dish up. Wow. That's what I did because I'm handy like that. Yeah, but that's against the rules. It's all it? right. I went up there. I ran a wire down. I hit it. Did you go southwest? You got to face southwest. No, I had, I had, no, I know, I, I, I tweaked it myself. So you snuck up onto the roof? Yes, and I, and I attached it to a, uh, one of those drain pipes that comes out of the, you know, out of, it's a metal, uh, it's a, no, cast iron pipes, which is the vent. Sure. You know, it smells bad because all the everybody's vent goes up there. Right. But I didn't care as long as I got my dish on there. I attach it. Then I called a guy who worked for Directv that I knew, and he came up and he tweaked it for me to make sure it was perfectly lined up with the satellite. And you paid for it. I paid. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I paid. I didn't get free. Oh, okay. I paid for direct It wasn't like some neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't pay the building. Because I got guys could put, uh, you know, something up here right now for nothing. I don't and need it. I got, I got Fios and Comcast in this mm. house. I got two damn cable companies. Okay, Tony. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. That was <laughs> good stuff. The show sounds great, and good luck to you guys, and stay safe. Hey, Jim, I got to know, was that a Maxell tape that you had that on? Um, it was on original reel to reel, and I switched over to a CD, and I just put the CD in my computer. Reel to reel, that's man. Re- he keeping it mean, reel to reel. You want to keep it reel to reel? You keep it reel to reel with me, because I ain't fun no games. You know what I'm saying? As Alan Iverson's mom once said, you know. <laughs>
<laughs> exactly. Good luck to you guys. Thank you, Thank Jim. Thank you, Jim. Stay the, safe. The great Jim in Cheltenham. Is it Cheltenham or Cheltenham? It's Cheltenham. Now, because we're talking to Joe C., the man who's at the controls today, and he said yeah. it depends. If you live in Cheltenham, which is where Reggie Jackson Which I grew, did for a little while. Reggie Jackson grew up in Cheltenham. Sure he did. He was in Wincoat. That was Nads adjacent. Yeah. Well, Wincoat is Cheltenham. Yeah. You know. Cheltenham Township. Yeah. The people listening in, like, Des Moines, Iowa they don't, don't know care. what we're talking about, no. but they know who Reggie Jackson is, Mr. October. Exactly. Anyway, by the way, we have the package now. We have to open this. Now. All right, but before you do that, yes. I noticed something when we had Mike Golick on. What you, did you notice? You bait and switched him. I did? When you were living in Philadelphia, convincing him to move away from the desert, to come yes. east and work <laughs> with you, he moves to poor Connecticut from Scottsdale, by the way. Tell and me then you it. took off for L.A. Yeah, but he was smart. He kept his house in Scottsdale. Yeah, you oh, think yeah. he got rid of it? I'm just living saying. on his NFL pension. I'm Jeez. living off Ugats here. Not Stu Gotts. He's still working with <laughs> well, my boy in Miami. Yeah. Yes. Unbelievable. So, yes, yeah, so we, we have a should – I, should I play the what's in the box sounder? Yeah, let's do it right here. Okay. What's in the box? We have a mail time thing, right? Yes, we do. We open the mail here like Mr. Rogers All used right. to do. Except Mr. McFeely's not coming here anytime. You don't want anybody named McFeely coming in your no. house right now. What is in the box? First of all, I have an envelope, please. Little Johnny Carson. Remember when mm-hmm. Late Night was actually funny? It says, uh, to Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Robin, and company, on behalf of Ruth and I, please accept this small token of our congratulations on what is surely to be a great adventure. Now, they're not opening until later this year, though, over there in uh, Jackson, New Jackson Jersey. Jackson Township, yeah. New Jersey. I hope I can speak for all of your friends and fans. We need your humor and wit more than ever. All of you are treasured. We wish you endless success. We also wish that everybody listened to be safe and well. Jack O'Donnell and Ruth, of course. Jack in the back, we called him. A man who many years was here. Is he on the line oh, right now? Oh, look at this, Tony Bruno. we got to see what's in the box yeah. first. Who do we have All on right. the line? Well, this is no, a. This is, yeah, this Who is. is it? Okay, hang on though, because I want to see what's in the box. This so is a, we got. Oh, we oh, got man. Tito's hands. Wow. Tito's. Vodka, Jack baby. in the wow. back. We got cranberry. Oh, has this cranberry been already opened? I want to make sure and nobody says. To looks make a sure, low. Looks a little because, low. because Tony Bruno, he knows that you don't like pineapple. it, which is a little bit of splash of pineapple. Now are those doles? And yes, those are dole. A bottle of champagne to celebrate the opening of the wow, show. Oh, beautiful. How about that? What time do we crack these babies open? I mean, it is the first show. Well, I Rob, mean, you know we got Robin. Harry, this is Harry's signature. Well, yeah, the Tito's. Absolutely. From Austin, Texas. Absolutely. Handmade. Yeah. I mean, happy hours start anytime you Five want o'clock. them now. No, now. I mean, with, with, with COVID-19, you can start drinking at any time of the day. I saw Ina Garten. The Barefoot Contessa yes. drinking a big bottle of Grey Goose at like 6 in the morning. Hey. Sweet. Well, yeah. isn't that the whole idea about golfing is that you can start drinking at 5 a.m.? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to open that up. Harry it's and I legal. will open it up. And thank you, Jack, and thank you, Ruth. Great friends, awesome. great people. In fact, the last time we actually left our house to go to a function where there was a bunch of people was Ruth's birthday party. Yeah. And we drove all the way to Jackson Township, New Jersey okay. at a at a fire hall. we were hall. congregating with way more than 50 people. It was not yeah. a good That was good early. Idea. That was before everybody was freaking out. Yeah, that was so. before the rules yeah. came down. Exactly. Yeah. But now you were saying off air, I believe, that the, the box was disinfected yes. prior yes. to being dropped off. Jack he Lysoled everything. He Lysoled the box. He Lysoled the bottles. As long as he didn't Lysol the Tito's. <laughs> no, the Tito's <laughs> is Not out. the inside. First of all, this is alcohol, so it, yeah, it, right, it, it sanitizes itself. That's true. 
So this is safe drinking we are going to indulge in here on the broadcast today. <laughs> it's gluten-free, too, and it's it distilled. Is. How many times is it distilled, Harry? Uh, I believe that was at six. It is six. Yeah, That's a great six. boy. Harry knows yeah. his. Harry wow. knows his. Come on, man. Let's go to the phone. We only have two minutes before we break. Let's bring in another legend from the past, the great Jim. No, he's not there? Who do we have? I mean, we have uh, Vince from Vince, South Philly? Vince, Let's yeah. get Vince in here. Vince, what's going on today, man? Are you, uh, are you sheltered in place and uh, self-quarantined uh, and all the other things we need to do right now? No, no actually, uh, Tony, I had to go to actually go to a doctor's appointment uh, earlier. Doctors are taking appointments now? Yeah, believe it or not, uh, you know, some of them. I mean, I have a, uh, one of those uh, televised ones tomorrow, <laughs> the, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, the Zoom sessions. Yeah. But anyway, so... Uh, you know, Tony, I still think of the great John Cheney these days. I mean, it, there ought to be instructions on the web to show you how to make a mess to avoid the stupidity out there. Yes. <laughs> I stopped by a, the local 7-Eleven there on 10th and Snyder just to grab a snack. And, you know, everything's marked off about where to stand. stand. And mm-hmm. as I, after I make my payment, I turn around, this lady's like right, right on top of me. Like, it's, it's like saying, lady, come on, getting, you know. Wait in line there, but she's literally within breathing distance. So people aren't obeying the social distance no, I mean, guidelines? No, and they put, steps, put, put stuff on the floor like, yeah, showing you it's six idiot feet. proof. It, yeah, exactly. The, the discarded gloves on the floor and all this other stuff. It's I don't like, get it. I, I don't get it. I want to I wanna, I wanna believe. Forget about the X-Files where they always say, I want to believe in the UFOs. I want to believe that people are smart. This isn't something you could accidentally avoid. This isn't something that you don't know anything about. You can't avoid knowing about this. And the fact that you don't care and the fact that you're not doing things to protect yourself and other people is idiocy. And the glove thing, maybe, you know, because this city's full of litter all the time. Oh, I yeah. go off on it all the time. It's disgusting. Forget about the regular litter. That's here all the time. Hey, trust me, the suburbs are littered up, too. Everywhere's littered it's up. Litter it's not just a Philly place. thing. Yeah. Why are people so stupid, Vince, that they throw their stinking gloves everywhere in parking lots right next to their cars, throw it in the back seat on the floor, and then pick it up later and put it in the trash can? Yeah. Jesus. Anyway, Tony, also real quick, uh, you know, in honor of Jose, you should reserve the first caller on Wednesdays for, you know, Jose for What Up Wednesday, a la, you know, Helen Thomas with the first question at the uh, UPI audio. Hey, Vince, we got to run. We'll talk to you later in the week, man. We'll see you soon. We're coming back. Tony Bruno on Sirius XM 211. Stick around. Hey, everybody, your old pal Tony Bruno here. And starting on Monday, April 6th, Sharp 400. Okay. You're leaving? See you later, Pat. You don't want to have one of the drinks? Oh, okay. Oh, and I, I even yet. have, I even have some of the Botrakuk upstairs that I saved, saved just for you. One small piece. You'll have to serve yourself though. It's up in, it's in the. There's a the red dish up in the kitchen. Um, cut yourself off a little sliver. Yeah, it's the big pie pan, the big, big ceramic pie pan. Somebody, one of our listeners is saying that the series, he can't find the Dan Patrick channel. I know, the on the app. People are having a tough time for something. They reason. can't find 211 on the app? I don't app? know. Maybe, maybe it's... No, it's, no, two it's 211. Uh, I know that people are... There, there are other people that are posting that they have it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the issue is. That kind of stuff always happens. Let me see. I'm going to go on the app myself and see if I can find it. How's that? One minute to the top. One minute to the oh, top. We need to get some Does anybody need to, need to go ice. to the bathroom? No, but we need to get some ice. Ice? Though. Oh, okay. I can do that as soon as we come back. How's that? Beautiful. 211. Checking out. This is the social distancing here. No, no hugs. If I type in. Wait a minute. Did you just hug? I did. 
I did, but See? I, you know what? Just Robin, really? I know. 211. Listen, uh, I want to hug everybody, too. I'm Italian. Yeah. I want to kiss everybody. For those of you who are having a hard time, I just typed in 211 on the app, and it's there. Yeah, you got to go. Minutes. For people who are looking, trying to figure out where it is, you just scroll to the sports tab on the SiriusXM app, and then you scroll to on the air now, and then you'll find. 15. All right, we're getting ready. I need some glasses, though. Wait, I got glasses up here. I got a. Where's the sanitizer, Tony, Rob? Don't worry about it. I'll yeah, get don't it. worry about I'll it. Get it. I'm just getting the glasses down. Relax. Just relax. We got to be ready for this. Here we go, guys. Stand by, everybody. <laughs> Is that good or what? are live in the wine cellar in South Philadelphia where there's actually some sunshine out today. Going to be in the 60s. People want to go out. Just stay around. My buddy Misak Talkmanian, one of our former uh, Into the Night participants and employees and friends of the family, he says he's listening in from a rainy, quiet Los Angeles today. Wow. So it's quiet and rainy and locked down in L.A. I think there was a movie, wasn't it? Wasn't that one of the many movies with the... with Wolf's, uh, not Wolf Blitzer, Snake Plissken. Wasn't he in one of those movies? You know, it's Snake Plissken, right? No, no. Escape I, from L.A. Escape from L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. the character's name? Yeah, Snake Plissken. You know I've never seen that movie. And then there was Escape from New York first. Okay. Right, right. And then there was Escape from L.A. i got to go watch that one night. Check it out. Tony I Bruno. It, I thought it only rained in, like, February in L.A. or something. Usually rains in the wintertime. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's April. Maybe April showers will bring this, get mm. this crap out of here, and everybody can sort of get their lives back to normal. But in the meantime... Thank you for joining us today. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, our first day on Sirius XM 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. If you don't have Sirius, you can get it for free right through May 15th. Just download the Sirius XM app, and then you go into the sports channel part, and then it'll say live right now, and then you'll find the show. So that's what we're doing. We welcome everybody. We heard from Mike Golick in the first hour. Uh, John McMullen's going to join us to get some NFL news. And ladies and gentlemen, another voice. Blast from the past. Friend of the program. He always sends me texts, and he always calls me genius. But as I texted him back over the weekend, he calls me a genius, not to insult me, but to be accurate, actually factually accurate. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him. Howard Eskin, Philadelphia sports icon, on the line, checking in on our first show. Howard, how the hell are you, pal? Hey, Tony, I'm absolutely wonderful. I'm going out for a walk, and just so I'm not completely bored with my five-mile walk I do every day, I started. I, I saw you. I knew you were starting today, and I want to congratulate you and Harry. Thank you. Uh, and wish you luck uh, from here forward. And I'm saying I saw it on Periscope, so I started listening. I like to listen to the stuff during the breaks. 
and you can do that on Periscope. Yes. Uh, to hear what nonsense you might talk about, and you do talk about a lot of nonsense. No, we don't. We uh, we keep it real. We, this that, is you that's know all, me. That's all we have right now is nonsense. Exactly, Howard. This is how it works. Do you have your? Do you leave your mic on when you go to breaks on your shows? No. We give people everything. We just we don't hide anything behind a curtain here. We are the same people on the air as we are off the air, just like you and I are in real life. I know, keeping it for real, for real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's the best part, is keeping it for real, for real. Now, when you go uh, out for yeah. your walks every day, Howard, do you yeah. stay at least, do you do in the six-foot thing, you have a tape measure with you so you don't run into somebody in front of you and then they'll sue your ass and want to come after you because you got too close and you gave them the coronavirus? Hey, Tony, because this is um, uh, not FCC-governed, I use body parts to make sure I'm six feet. Oh, oh come on, man. i got to give him one of these. Now, this is the first time on the show. i got to give him one of these. Will you cut your arm off and then put your both arms off and then hold them in front of you? I did. That's exactly what I did. Now, Howard, I know you've been active on Twitter, and you're always active, but the NFL announcing today about the draft and all the other stuff and, and people. Why would anybody have a problem with these guys? The guys are going to be home. The general managers, are they going to have war rooms? How are they going to be able to do a war room with a general manager by himself making the draft picks in a couple of weeks when the draft picks are made on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th? Well, they could use – I didn't learn about Zoom. That's how far behind I was until a couple of weeks ago. They could all have on one iPad Zoom, on another iPad, another guy. They can all be connected. So that – I don't think that's the problem. And they've had weeks to set up – uh, the, the boards, I'm sure, uh, Howie Roseman for the Eagles, I'll just deal with the Eagles right now, has a board for in his, wherever he's sitting and doing the draft. I'm sure Doug Peterson, the Eagles head coach, doing the same thing. But here's why they started. First of all, people complain. They've got to be quiet. Come on, what else do we have? It, it's just not, the draft is not rocket science. And anybody that complains, any team or general manager, they don't just shut the bleep up because it's their own fault for not doing a good enough job during the year of scouting players. The one thing I know, because I've been told by uh, at least three uh, general managers, when they, all they do for these private visits is they talk to the guys and they put a video up in front of them and say, all right, how do you respond to this? What do you do in this situation? And they put up plays. And they're doing that now with whether it's FaceTime, whether it's Zoom, and they're showing these players the video, and they're asking them to respond on, all right, how do you react to this, uh, this formation, this situation? So they're doing all the same things. They just don't get them to do another workout, which I think are really foolish because you should have, you should have seen the player during the year. So there really are no excuses. And you know it and I know it in what we do for a living – we need this stuff. This has created a lot of conversation. It's going to create conversation. The schedule will come out in early May. That'll create conversation. It's 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 okay. At least that's the only sport that's doing anything. I'm totally okay with it. I I tell you who I I thought was really over the top is your boy Adam Schefter. Yeah, I, yeah. When he said, um, what do he say about bodies? He says there's a carnage. He said, they're having a draft, and there's carnage on the streets. Or, 
I, I used to work. Well, why do you, wait, wait, wait. Why do you refer to him as my boy? I love Adam. I've known him forever. I, I, I had him on the. I was the first guy that put him on the Everybody's air. Everybody's your boy. I had. I was the first guy to put him on the air when he was the head writer. For, he was the president of the Pro Football Writers and Association. And he was in Denver. And he was in yeah. Denver. I used to put him on my national shows, and I didn't make him famous, but he was really, really good, and he's good at what he did. But you know what? Why can't he have an opinion, Howard? Why can't he have well, a, a, an opinion yeah, about that? I would not use in today's world. I'm not using carnage. Do you know how many people, whether they're sick and worried about death, or people that have lost family members because of the coronavirus, do I want to hear, well, we can't have a draft because of all the carnage out there. That's a horrible word to, to use. He can have an opinion, and he can feel that they shouldn't have a draft. He's probably annoyed that he can't be there, uh, and he can't be around anybody, and everybody has a place to go in their home cities with the teams, but nobody's going to do it. But that's just it. We're going to all have to watch it the same way and then get in touch with people the same way, whether it's text, whether it's a call, probably mostly text, to find out what's going on. I'm okay with it. He can have an opinion. I don't agree with it, but I didn't like the word carnage kind of kind of bit at me a little too much. Just I like hear you. What about Rex Ryan calling uh, Amari Cooper Amari a turd? Cooper a turd. <laughs> What's worse? Hey, Rex Ryan is a moron, a dope, and an idiot. All right? Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's the, that's the, uh, what that's do you call it? That's the trinity. That's, that's the trinity of insults. A moron, an idiot, and what was the third one? A, a dope. He's a dope, too. Dope. dope. <laughs> He's a dope. Uh, and, you know, he's got no substance. You can have an opinion, and Amari Cooper might take off games and plays, and that's okay. But when you call a guy a turd, when I watch Rex Ryan, I, it's boring. I mean, it's totally boring when I watch him because he fumbles for things to say. He tries to be cute, and he doesn't have, you know, it doesn't work anymore. Did we're, he get in trouble? By the way, Howard, did he get in trouble? I had Mike Golick on. I should have asked him, but Mike doesn't want to talk about shop like that. Did he get in trouble no. for that? Because he was getting torched. Everywhere, Rex Ryan. Well, he had to come on in the afternoon and apologize on one of their shows on Sports Center. I guess there was a Sports Center show. Well, I guess it was the early evening. He had to come on and apologize, but he didn't really. It's one of those bogus apologies where you know he shouldn't have used the word, but he said, "But you know, I feel this, this, and this." You know, just say, "Hey, listen, I shouldn't have referred to him like that." Although I do have an opinion, and he didn't quite go there. Yeah, he got, he was told he had to come back on and basically apologize. Yes, he was. I haven't seen him on in the morning anymore either. So, you know, I know they have a limited amount of people that they can use now, and I get it. But Rex Ryan is just an absolute dope anyway. So. <laughs> well, you know, we said this show was going to give opinions. Yes. And Howard Eskin calling invisibly, visibly shaken. After he takes a five-mile walk, you think he would have calmed down. He takes a five-mile walk, and he's riled up more than anybody else, Harry. Right. Yeah, exercise is supposed to calm you down. I know. What's wrong with you, Howard? By the way, for the draft now, none of these guys will have to go out and buy $5,000 suits. Now, will you dress up for the draft even though you're, you're not going to be there? <laughs> what will hey, you be wearing? Wait a minute. I've already got my suit, my tie, my shirt my pocket square, my socks, and my vans to match it all. 
And his Vans. Uh, Vans. Yeah. Got your Vans right here, Al. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Vans, That's a, that should be a, an age cutoff for Vans. I agree, man. You know what I mean? Nobody like, over the age of 17 30, should be wearing 30, Vans. At, 30? At, at, the, at the latest. I used to wear, I used to wear, when I first started doing the sideline stuff uh, for our broadcast, for the Eagles broadcast, I was wearing golf shoes, and they came in different colors because the shoes no longer have the spikes. They just have right. them up so you can walk around because it's better for your back. It's better for everything. And then those companies just stop making colors. I need colors. I need to match stuff up. I got to be coordinated. They got to match his Beats headphones, exactly. Tony. Yeah, and I got. To, well, you know what? I might put those on too for the draft. <laughs> you know who started me on that? Well, I was wearing uh, Beats headphones, but I'm on the NFL Network one morning with Terrell Davis, and they have a shot of me on the sidelines with the headphones. And Terrell Davis asked me, "Do you match up?" the color of your headphones with what you're wearing? And I, I paused for a second. I said, no, I haven't, but thanks for the idea. I'm going to start right now. So, <laughs> so he actually, I didn't even think about that, although I have probably 15, 18 pairs of headphones in different wow. colors and D- multiple colors. Digger Phelps used you know to do that. Yeah. With the, his you know what's amazing? Highlighter. I don't use, I don't use, <laughs> I don't use headphones at all for listening to music. Or anything else, I just use them for the games on Sunday. But because it's an NFL, it's an NFL event. I might have to wear them along with the suit, the tie, the shirt, the socks, the pocket square. And the now, shirt. have you put the furs away for the winter? I mean, when, yeah. what's the actual date that they, you put the fur away? Are they at Zinman across the, they're at uh, Zinman. the river? No, they're at, uh, I used to do the commercials, not for Zinman's, for. Uh, it was a woman's name over in Jersey, in Cherry Hill. Uh, I, know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, too. yeah. Uh, I know. No, I know that the. the uh, the other fur company, but it hasn't been as cold on the East Coast. I had, I think, I wore fur one time this year, and I was in three games in rain. I'm not going to wear it in the rain, so I was three games in the rain. I don't wear the fur coat in the rain, the mink coat because it's mink. Uh, I don't wear that in the rain, but I think I had one, maybe two games where it was really cold, and I wore the mink. So yeah, I still wear them, but we don't get as much cold weather on the East Coast. As we used to. Can we? Be- yeah. Can you believe yeah. this is the kind of conversation we're mm-hmm. having here? With yeah. Philadelphia sports radio and TV icon Howard Eskin. People are all Tell over the country you. who don't know you, Howard, are right now screaming at their radios and their portable electronic devices. Well, I mean the, <laughs> well, Phil- the Phillies aren't three games under five hundred yet. <laughs> you know, I mean the, the Sixers aren't headed for a hey, second yeah. round exit. <laughs> I got one better yet. The Phillies are undefeated, my friend. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> All right, Howard. Thanks for calling in, man. Unexpected, but I appreciate right, the talk right, to you, man. Genius, genius, great talking to you. <laughs> By the way, I have sad breaking news to come out of this. This is uh, just in, seriously. According to the Detroit Free Press, Al Kaline, Detroit Tiger legend, has died at the age of 85 today. Wow. Passed away at his home in Bloomfield Hills, Hills Michigan. 22 years playing for the Detroit Tigers. Al Kaline, dead at the age of 85. Uh, he passed away at his home this afternoon in the suburbs of Detroit in Bloomfield Hills. Now, does that have anything to do with the COVID-19? Does it does It, it, it doesn't say that? now. Right. I, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. So these, this, is an, this story is just breaking. So we know he played 22 years of his career hmm. in Detroit. 16-time All-Star, 3,007 hits. 399 home runs, one of the all-time, all-time greats. And you know what else he did? He never played a game in the minor leagues, and he never played 
for another organization. Is that right? So yeah. he came, what, straight from high school yeah, to exact, the bigs? Exactly right. Wow. One of the all-time greats. I mean, when you talk about Mr. Tiger, you're not talking mm-hmm. about the movie that Tom Selleck made. Mr. Do remember that? What was that movie? Or the Tiger King. He's the really tig- the Tiger King. Exactly. This guy. He is. When you think of the Detroit Tigers, what's the first name that comes to mind? It's going to be him. Al, Al K. Rest in peace, Al. That at the age of 85. Great life, though, and a great career. And everybody in Detroit loved this guy. Before we go to uh, break. We have our Tito's and Cranberry yeah. Harry's. Is yours uh, very light? Let's check Pretty the colors. It's like yours. No, yeah. Harry's is a little. Harry's is more uh, clear. You see, mine, the Cranberries goes to the bottom. Yeah. I know. How did you manage to do that? I don't know. That, no, that's, but that's, I'm that's, a skilled that's, pour. Yeah, that's yeah. really that's talented. But pour. I put it just a smidgen because this is not technically keto. Salute, friendly. everybody. Thanks, everybody, Salute. for tuning in on we, our first day here on Sirius XM. I don't think we can Tula. touch glasses. No, you, I didn't, you didn't touch the rim. Just, just don't touch the rim. I'm freaking out about this. All right, just drink your damn vodka credit. To everybody tuning in today, thank you so much. We hope you make it a regular everyday event. On your way home from sitting at home all day and working from home. Yeah. And eventually when you go back to work, on your way home in the car, if obviously on the West Coast, we're noon to 3 here on the East Coast, 3 to 6. So we'll have happy hour. We'll have fun. Get all the great people checking in. And that's what I love about doing this, How You never know who's going to call in. I mean, Howard, we didn't plan that. He no. just called in. Yeah, no. Harry was surprised. He's like, is that really Howard? Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> some people imitate him. Exactly. You know, and he's, he's one of those guys you can imitate. Well, only the Burger King, I think, imitates him. <laughs> but, hey, meanwhile, we're going to come back. Lots more still ahead. We're going to talk NFL with John McMullen, our NFL insider. You and I are good friends, Harry. We had him on every week during the football season. John has his finger on the pulse of what's going on. He's coming up next right here. It's a beautiful thing. Ooh, wow, yeah. that's a strong pour right well, there. Well, I, I couldn't put hardly any um, – I couldn't put anything else in it because it's not keto-friendly. It is keto-friendly. Oh, oh, the cranberry's not, right? The cranberry and the pineapple are not – they are verboten. Really? (laughs) Yeah, because there's so much sugar in it. I could do the Guys, non. When we come back, you're going to have two minutes of just chatter before we bring McMullen into the call. Okay. okay. All right. I don't want to rush right to the line. You'll have two, 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 um, Just for future, if we can't do it today, that's fine. But we should have some kind of a uh, break music that you yeah, can just sort of. But just, just so that we can hear it here so that Tony knows when to, when to stop talking. A bumper out. Yeah, a bumper out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Apparently, this Boris Johnson is not on a ventilator. He's not. No. Well, that's good. He couldn't get one. I think they don't. They couldn't bring him in. How I much time do we have? Do I have time to go wash my hands? Quickly, yeah. I'm not gonna touch my face. Don't touch anything. <laughs> well, you know, Harry, this is the good thing is is that it's Tito's vodka, which means that you're killing anything that might have come up. Around so, your face anyway. So I'm good then. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. All right, good. And you're helping. Uh, Scrapple Joe says, need some Purell on those tables. Actually, you're right. We do. We weren't able to get any more hand sanitizer. Ten, Tone. Oh, look, you see my awards? Ten and ten. Nine. Yeah, that's the, from the <laughs> barrack Eight. thing, right? Coming back. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app.
I can't get my head to stop uh, bobbing. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays with you on a Monday, April 6th. It would have been the national championship night in college basketball tonight. Yeah. Who did you have, Harry? Well, I, you know, it's funny because uh, before the whole thing got shut down, I actually was on the other side of everybody because everybody says Kansas always loses, you know, in the tournament. They disappoint. I thought this year this might have been a year where they could go all the way. Yeah. They're pretty I mean, complete. Gonzaga, you know, everybody knocks Gonzaga. It's amazing what Mark Few does mm-hmm. there every year. But then come tournament time, they're another team that just can't finish the deal. No, no, no. But when you look at these schools, I mean, Villanova right here in the Philly suburbs. Yeah. And you look at the size of the school and the campus and the fact that Jay Wright, Rolly Massimino before that with a miracle win. But then Jay, in two in the last four years, as you mentioned, two national mm-hmm. championships. And I thought the, Maryland had a shot, too. Yeah, Maryland, Maryland had a shot. pretty good. Florida State was another good team. And the good thing is a lot of these kids now are getting a chance to come back for another year. Uh, you know, because... You know, you don't have graduations. I mean, well, a lot is of these that kids, official? From what I've been reading, it looks like that's what they're going to – what are they going to – I keep seeing all these kids transferring. Yeah. Well, kids that's, transferring that's to other programs. Now. Yeah. Yeah, this transfer portal is just – it's exploded. Now everybody – you know, every team is basically losing guys and getting guys through transfers. Exactly. So there's a lot of stuff. We're going to get Jay on this week. Jay Wright. Got a call on to him. So – but what other guy that we used to have on every single week, almost every single day sometimes, Harry? Sometimes three or four times a week. The great John McMullen, NFL insider, a man who has his fingers on the pulse of the National Football League and WrestleMania. I oh, bet you he bought WrestleMania guaranteed. both nights. Johnny McMullen. John, how are you, buddy? Uh, doing well. This is beautiful, guys. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays back. That's exciting stuff. Although I get bumped for asking in day one. Well, you didn't get bumped. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you don't wear fur coats and, and, and glamorous clothing when you go out and do events, John. No, I, I, I got the, the Tony Bruno T-shirt on. you got to be exactly. comfortable. His Beats headphones don't match his shoes. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matches. I don't, you know, there's no such thing as matching anymore. Mm-hmm. Remember, you used to have to, if you wore a, a checkered shirt, you couldn't wear a, a polka dot Yeah, there were all these rules. Right? All these yeah, rules yeah. about you can't wear plaid with this. You can wear anything you want now. Nothing has to match anymore. That's the great thing about the world coming to an end soon. John? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got the quarantine beard going, trying to push through it, get it to where I want. Uh, nothing matters anymore. Harry's uh, got the... what kind? You can't go co- Costco sweatpants, though. Why you can't you like go Costco? No, you can go Costco sweatpants. They're usually what? Like, not Adidas. What's the brand? that a Champion. Oh, yeah? You find, like, the Champion sweatpants. Champion's back now, as far as a brand with young kids. Exactly. You know that? Exactly yeah. right. All right, John, uh, we just talked draft a little bit with Howard, and they're going to go with what they're doing, which is everybody's going to be at home. Nobody's going to have to wear suits. No bro hugs. But before we get to the draft, there's a lot of stuff going on, and that, of course, is with the, uh, with the whole situation with wondering about talking to kids. You can talk to kids, but the big story is also that Roger Goodell and how people are reacting to him now, which I think he's doing this right, because you can criticize him for a lot of things, mm-hmm. but the replay rule, that was another oh, thing. Yeah. That the replay of pass interference. Of pass interference. No apparently pass. they're shelving that. One and done. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a disaster the way they implemented it. But I, I think the problem was more than the actual rule itself. They didn't explain it. So uh, all they wanted to do basically was have something in place to overturn 
a situation like you had in that NFC Championship game uh, with the Rams and Saints. So something really, really egregious. That's all they wanted to be able to do is say, okay, this is embarrassing. We're going to we're going to overturn this, but they didn't clarify it. And then, and then all of a sudden, when you leave something open-ended like that, you're going to create more controversy with the fans and everybody slowing down every single play, every single pitcher. Oh, his arm is on the receiver. That's pass interference. That's not what the rule was there for. But as usual, uh, the league is bad with messaging, and I think that's what happened. They just didn't explain it. Uh, and because they didn't explain it well, it didn't work well. So it's a judgment call. Uh, you go back to judgment, and people have to live with it. And officials are good human beings. They're going to make mistakes. It's funny, though. There were a couple of real egregious ones oh, yeah. that should have been called, and then they try to review it. The coach is throwing the red you know, flag out onto the field, thinking, like, this is going to be re- reversed. And they don't reverse it. And I'm thinking, like, well, then what was the point? Like, why even bother with this? I'm glad it's gone, by the way. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. And that's the point, Harry. Yeah. You know, people have different definitions of egregious, and it usually has to do with what color jersey they like. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're fine. Uh, Are you calling me a homer? Oh, no, I'm not calling. I'm calling everybody a homer. <laughs> so whichever team their, pre- uh, their preference is for, I mean, that's just human nature. You think so, you want everything to go your way. That's just, that's, I, I mean, to me, that's obvious, and that's what the league should have envisioned and understood, that this was just going to create. I talk about it all the time. This league is really bad with unintended consequences. They don't think about two steps ahead. They only think about what's straight in front of them. And it happens to them. It bites them in the you-know-what. We're on serious now. I can probably say it. But uh, they're not good with it. And they haven't been good with it for years. And I don't think that part of it's changing. They don't think. They don't have much foresight. Very reactive league, not proactive. And you know the thing, John, is that the XFL, actually for an upstart league, got a lot of things right and but you know the nfl will not use the xfl replay system where they actually have the replay people in each stadium instead of having to go to al riveron sitting somewhere with every single game up on a monitor that i think the xfl nailed the replay but the nfl you know they're too proud to say hey that was a great system let's put that into play this year they just don't go to anything right yeah, they'll, exactly right. They'll wait for the XFL to go out of business and then steal what was good. That that's Spider Can. That was an that was an old XFL right. invention way back in the first uh, uh, version of the XFL. They waited till it went out of business. They took that. The Sky Judge. They're going to talk about that. But you know, it, you talked about the officials. I, I thought the brilliance of that for the XFL is if you watch those games and you saw those officials, one thing you got out of it, whether you agree with the rule, whether you agreed with the ruling, was that these were people just trying to get the call right on the field. Yep. So you don't have these conspiracy theories. So they're against my team. They're against this team. They want New York to win. You hear all that kind of stuff. You just saw people trying to get it right. I think if you have that in the NFL, people would see it and at least they would get to that point and say, well, yeah, maybe it's not as bad as we think it is, but you're right. The NFL isn't going to admit mistakes. The kickoff rule in the XFL, yeah. I would love that to be implemented for game one. 
whenever we do get back. Well, I like the extra but, point rules that they had, the three different options you yeah, had. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like that as well. Yeah. There's a lot of good, uh, and, and that is uh, a little bit of, uh, of a black eye for the NFL because you have this upstart fledgling league, and they get so, many stu- so much stuff, at least better, I'm not going to say right, mm-hmm. but they, they thought of things that are better than the way the NFL does. We, we just talked a little bit about the draft. We'll get into that down the road, I assume. But, you know, people talk to me about kickoff returners. Oh, he's a good returner. What do I care? It's not relevant in the NFL. Exactly. I don't want, I don't, I don't want to hear about that. It, until they change the rules, then maybe, then maybe it means something. The great John McMullen breaking it down. All right, John, we, we mentioned the draft, and then we have two weeks before we can even get into that. But one thing's for sure, if you're an Eagles fan, you're looking at 23, because there's a lot of, I mean, the first two picks seem to be locked in on everybody's mock draft boards, but then from picks three on down, but it looks like all the mock drafts I've seen at number 23, everybody has the Eagles taking that same guy, Harry, the wide receiver from Baylor. Does that seem well, to be the lock pick? Or Alabama, whichever, whichever Alabama well, guy falls Well, I don't, I don't think the three top receivers are C.D. Lamb, the kid from Oklahoma, and the two kids from Alabama. Right. Uh, Judy uh, and Ruggs. And yeah. Judy. They're not going to be there at 21. The Eagles pick 21. They're just not going to be there. And I, I, don't, I don't think the Eagles are going to be able to trade up. Howie Roseman's been pretty consistent saying, you know, they, they've had two consecutive years where they've only had five picks overall. So he knows he needs to add bodies, younger bodies, cost-effective bodies. Carson Wentz is getting paid now. So he understands he needs draft picks. Already had to send two to get Darius Flay. So I don't think they're going to trade up. I think it's more likely, if anything, they trade back. You have that second tier of receivers. You talked about Denzel Mims from Baylor. Right. That's the guy Justin I see in Jefferson. a lot of the mocks, John. Really? Yeah, I see, I see Denzel Mims from Baylor. What about the kid from LSU? Yeah, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson. The kid from LSU. Yeah. He's who I think the Eagles are going to pick if they stick at 21. Okay. You know, Daniel Jeremiah's really plugged in. He used to be an Eagle scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love works him. for NFL media. I'm still really close to Howie Roseman. He's got Jefferson tabled to the Eagles. So then when he says that, it sort of puts up your antenna. Then I checked with some people at the Eagles. They do really like him. Uh, but the question is, how close is Jefferson and Mims? Those are the two guys you would think you'd be deciding at 21. If you like one of them, think he's going to be there three or four slots back, then you trade down and try to pick up some of those draft picks back that you lost for Darius Slay. The great John McMullen. I don't want to take credit for anything that I really didn't cause, but a lot of people are giving this show credit, John McMullen, today for one thing and one thing alone, not just being back on the air on a national platform, but the Dow Jones Industrial Average went up 1,600 points today. And people are saying, see what happens? Tony Bruno's back on national radio on Sirius XM, and I've saved the economy. We have saved the economy in the first day on this show. (laughs) My IRA is above water. (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) I'll be able to make my alimony payment on the 15th. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together. The Dow is back up 1,600 (laughs) points today, and America is a safer, better, happier place. Yeah, I expected the big bump in the Dow when the show was announced. That minute. I didn't think it would take the day one of the show being on air. No, it did go up that day, but it went back down. And now yeah, today, that, I mean, 1,600, that's a big leap. Be, you know, yeah, we've had the ups and downs, 1,000, and then down 900, and down up 1,000. 
1,600. We're back and better than ever. <laughs> John McMullen. Yeah, it's a roller coaster. We know that. <laughs> but it is clearly, it is clearly because Tony and Harry are back together. Consumer then. confidence has returned. There you go. On the SiriusXM app where you can hear the show every day now from 3 to 6 p.m. Harry's wearing his Crips. Harry looks like he's going to Oakland to get into a gang-bang throwdown. I, 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 yeah. I was watching. I tuned into the Twitch channel. I did. I, I saw Harry. Looking, yeah, this is my Antifa very uh, outfit. He's looking very black. <laughs> yes, he is. Harry right now is ready to start making his plans to get season tickets to the Raiders in Las Vegas this fall. I've been to the black hole. I know you I have, have too, right, Tony. So yeah. Many times. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Those are my people there, man. <laughs> if I wasn't an Eagle fan, I mean, Eagle fans and Raider fans yeah. are very closely related in some way with the passion and the energy. Sure, sure. And Tony the fan actually base. took me on the field, and we walked by the black hole, and it was... It was impressive. Yeah. Those it was impressive. Awesome. Al Davis's gold chains and medallions almost stuck me in the face as he jogged by <laughs> down the tunnel in his, in his, uh, in his uh, athletic suit. He used to wear that like, red, white uh, like jumpsuit. Suit. Yes. By the oh, way, velour, speaking, right? of, yeah, speaking, yeah. speaking of Mark Davis, the dude on the, uh, on, on, uh, the, the Tiger King guy, the one dude on there looks like Mark Davis's son. Oh, twin. yes. Um, Did you watch the dude yeah, with, the, with the bad hair? With the bad on the hair. Wall. They yeah, all the had bad cut. hair. No, they this guy. That, 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 to me, is brilliant to go with the bowl cut at Mark Davis's age. Yeah, exactly I mean, right. You set, you set yourself apart. <laughs> I mean, you know, he was saying everybody was criticizing Trump for bad hair, and he's like, hold my beer. Wow. <laughs> They're the guy on the jet ski at the end. He's like on a jet well, ski. Tony, oh, Tony yeah. And I, uh, Tony and I wish we could have bad hair. He was the businessman. They he had like he owned a strip club. Yeah, he was kind of a heavy. Yeah, he was a he was a slug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And This guy owned strip clubs right. and was like a mover and shaker. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, creepy AF. Small town mover and shaker. Yes. Oh man. But John, I, I got to ask you what you, what your thoughts are on the uh, expanding the season to 17 regular season games. They didn't, ex- you know, add a diff- a second bye week in there, and now you got extra playoff teams. So if you're not the first seed in either of the conferences, and you make it to the Super Bowl, you're going to play like 21 games. Well, the 17-game regular season, that's going to take a little while, probably 2022 before that gets implemented. But the extra playoff team, that's going to start this season, hopefully when we get a season started. And I think we're all crossing our fingers. You will get the 16-game schedule in. So that, that part of it's going to take a few years, but the extra playoff team, that starts right away. I, I'm kind of torn on that. I, on the one hand, I like it that that number one seed becomes even more valuable. It means that much more, so you're fighting for it. But now you're talking about 14 playoff teams in a 32-team league. You're getting a little bit close to that 50% barrier that the NHL and the NBA has. I, I don't necessarily like that part of it uh, because – you know, here in Philadelphia, we talk about the Eagles making the playoffs three consecutive seasons. I, I think it's legitimate to point that out and say that's an accomplishment. If you're that seven seed, and I think at some point, not every year, but at some point, you're probably going to have an 8-18 eight eight make the playoffs and a team that's not really very good. And so you're kind of lowering that accomplishment. But that bar for that number one seed, that's going to be – that's going to be so meaningful moving forward, even more so than it already is. The great John McMullen breaking it down. 
We can still go, right? We got some more time. That's what I love about these uh, segments, Harry. Yeah. We can They're just nice do whatever long. we want. It's not the length of the segments. Well, I it mean, is the length well, of the I segments, know, actually. I know that the people are it's, more, it's more about the girth, I was always told. <laughs> I think it's about the length. Do you? I, I, but, you know, I don't always tell us the truth. John, it's really not up to you. I'm sorry. It's up to us. By the way, on the tweet on our Twitter feed at Tony Bruno Show at Harry Mays T U. Harry always has to represent the Great Temple University basketball football owl exactly. program. Yes. You could follow that. Somebody put the, the remember the Jeffrey Lurie dancing in the in the, in the locker room. Oh yeah, yeah. That video where he's like dancing with all the players. Yeah, that was uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, it really I was. Be yeah. I, by the way, Harry, I, I I assume you'd be wearing the Carolina Panther mask. Yeah, I haven't gotten any free swag yet. I want to get uh, Coach Rule on the program. First yeah, we got to get him on and uh, and get get at least like a fleece. Yeah, I need yeah, some. Right. He's bringing in P.J. Walker. I Ronnie know. Anderson. It's uh, it's. Uh, to hear Whitehead, it's it's like a reunion down. Exactly. I know. All right, while we're at it, John, let's talk some free agents because you still have Cam Newton out there, Jameis Winston, and Joe Flacco are the three biggest-name guys still looking for work. I mean, Joe's really near the end. If he's going to go somewhere, it's going to be as a backup role. He'll. I don't believe he'll ever start again unless it's an emergency situation. But Cam, where are you hearing Cam Newton and where are you hearing, obviously, Jameis Winston, who are two pretty good quarterbacks with good numbers? Yeah, it's really bizarre if, if you think about and Typically in an NFL season, offseason, there's not enough chairs if you're playing musical chairs for the quarterbacks. This is the rare offseason uh, where there are guys who should be legitimate starters aren't going to get starting jobs. Jameis Winston, to me, is the most obvious. I mean, you, you can point out the mistakes, and there's no question, I mean, You throw 30 interceptions in today's NFL, that's bad. But there aren't a lot of guys on the planet that can throw for 5,000 yards, and and Jameis is by definition that. So he's got tremendous arm talent. Cam, I think, is hurt by this whole coronavirus thing simply because he's injured, he's banged up. No one knows how healthy he really is, and you can't look at him. You can't get your doctors. You can't do things. So I, I think that's legitimate, holding him back. But I look at the Chicago Bears, and they brought in our old friend Nick Foles. <laughs> they know Mitchell Trubisky's not the answer. So, But you, you, you're looking at Cam Newton, you're looking at Jameis Winston, and, and you're saying, no, we're going to bring in Nick Foles. Boy, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah that, that was a lot. That was a head-turner. There's no doubt about it, John. But the thing about, you know, what's New, New England apparently loves is Jason – what's his Stidham's name? Yeah, 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 from Auburn. Yeah, from Auburn, yeah, yeah. who obviously didn't, you know, we saw like, we didn't really see much of him at Auburn, but people are sold on him. And if Bill Belichick's sold on this guy, do they draft a quarterback here? Do they sign one of these free agent guys? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it is. I think you have to give Bill Belichick the benefit of the doubt. The NFL just named their all decade team, the Hall of Fame, yep. uh, for the 2010s. And obviously, he's the, one of the coaches along with Pete Carroll. I, I mean, the guy's done so much. I think all. all you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. So if he thinks he could be a high-level starter in this league, I'm going to give him rope. I think you have to. That said, I mean, and, and I, Tyrod Taylor and with the, with the Chargers would be in this conversation as well. Some of these teams and some of the decisions they're making, uh, 
I don't know. You have to question when there are names like James Winston and Cam Newton on the street. It looks like you can get better on the free agency market. But the second part of that is you have to look at the draft. Miami's another team with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Everybody says, what's your favorite bridge? The joke in the NFL, it's Brooklyn, Golden Gate, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Wait a minute, I've got to give you one. I got to get my first rim shot of the show in there. That's a good one. That is good. I that haven't heard good. that one. What's your favorite bridge? The Brooklyn, the Golden Gate, or Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So it, it, it's like if you're going to draft a quarterback, Miami's probably going to draft two or try to get in that uh, slot, even if they have to go up a spot. Uh, try to get him in Miami. You, you'd rather have that veteran bridge quarterback. So it, a lot of it depends on. How much does Belichick really believe in that kid? If he really believes in him, I got to default to him. You think there's any way, uh, John, that the Redskins don't draft Chase Young with the second pick? Well, I hope not. I, I mean, that's the best player in the draft. I know. I know. Yes. Yeah, that's a lock. I don't know. Man, man. That's a lock. They, 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 do, they do stupid things, Tony. That's a lock right there. I they think do, that's more and, of a – Joe Burrow, those look, two picks. Remember, remember, Bruce Allen's gone. Right, Ron right. Rivera is a is a competent coach. We'll see how how much power he has when it comes to personnel. I think Daniel Snyder knows enough to get out of the way at this point. And yeah, I mean, and that's going to be unfortunate for Philadelphia here and having to see Chase Young twice a year. But uh, I mean, that guy's just falling in your lap. Just take him. Absolutely, there's no bigger lock than Chase Young. Other than this show, of course, where the stock market has gone up in reaction to the return of Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. We're coming right back. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. My name is Jay. What's going on? Full subscription. Does Sirius? Yeah, it's 211. Like, if I look for it, I just type it up. 211, and boom, there it is. Even my mother's figured it out. So I don't know what your guys' problem is who's listening, who can't figure that out. I got a little bug going on with that vodka. Oh, man, a little? I have only had that much, and I am totally buzzed. You know what? I figured it out. For those of you who are, like, concerned that I was hugging Pat, it's it's actually uh, – um, I am. I'm. I'm figuring. I. It's my way of trying to keep him here so he can't leave. <laughs> you missed it yesterday. You know, Robin and I went to Acme. Tony, put your headset on so the people. Put those be... babies on that grill yesterday had a little mashed cauliflower. Were they uh, bone in? No, no, they were no. not bone in, okay. but they but were, they still were nice, nice and thick. Nice yeah. and really thick. thick. With two C's. Two C's. She likes the girth. She likes the girth. It's about, it's about, yes. It is. It's way more. I mean, sometimes She's the down length. down with the thickness tone. Hey, it's Somet- all about being thick, Harry. <laughs> sometimes the length, I mean, it makes you gag a little, you know? Oh, come on Jesus. now. What's going Sorry. on on here? Did I say that out yeah, loud? That, that how about was... Howard Eskin dropping a, 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 a penis length on a show? It's a break. I can do that. Six foot. Six foot rule. Um. Oh. Uh, so you have your Twitch in front of you now, so that you can see the board. Yeah, because well, there yeah. were people that it's were right from the same there. thing over here. It is, but that is a little bit easier for you to see, so you don't have to turn around. I'm gonna bone in my wife. Tonight. <laughs> 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 Says 
what is it? Uh, C H Rise. Chris F twenty nine. Chris F twenty nine. That's Chris in San Francisco. Oh, okay. How about that? Um, That's Corona silver lining, yo. Oh, oh sweet. Which jersey thing canceled? I thought jersey one hundred one point five. I thought you were going to get blues. Yeah. I mean, what other reason is there to go over there? Better call tall says, I'm not, not going to lie. Howard Eskin was unexpected. It was. It was unexpected yeah, I for us, know. too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> you know, Howard was my first board op at WFIL. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I was the news guy in the booth. He, was, he, was, he, was, he wasn't that big. He was thick. Oh, yeah. Really? This is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. My boy, my boy, my man. He's not my boy anymore. He's my man, the great Chris Russo. Mad Dog Radio. That's one thing about being an old fogey in this business, Harry. When you're around as long as I am, you get to know everybody, meet everybody, yeah. and know the good people and the bad. There aren't many bad people in this business, at least not the people that I work with. I work with so many great people. We're going to get Andrew on this week, Andrew Siciliano. Mm-hmm. When's he coming on, Robin? Tomorrow, I believe. He's coming on tomorrow, actually. Yeah. I want to give major props to Josie, who is running the board. He's answering phones. He's uh, hitting drops. He's I mean, not even drinking vodka. Are you no, drinking no, it? No, he's not no. drinking anything. Oh, come on, man. What's wrong with you? Well, it's he's... probably a good thing because there's way too much for him to concentrate I know. That was a heavy on. pour. Yeah, yeah. That and was Harry Mays when he goes into a bar. If he gets a pour like the pour we had here with our Tito's Vodka, thanks to Jack in the Back and Roots, that was a quality pour right there. That's a $5 tip pour right there. No right? doubt. No right? doubt. Yeah, You're absolutely. not getting that in any bar. Well, you're not getting it well, anywhere now. The bars are all closed. The bars are all closed, <laughs> yeah. No, but th- this isn't Joe C. that was with Kid Rock. You remember Kid Joe C., the yes. little guy? Yes. Oh, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. He was Joe C., right? But the way, this is not to be confused. This is... The Joe C. Yes. And Joe, you know, we've worked with Joe many times. We yeah. were at 97.5 together on all different remotes. But Joe's been here all weekend busting his butt to make sure everything's fine. The great Pat Kaneen. I mean, without him, we wouldn't have gotten this thing on the air. I mean, oh, this no guy doubt. has been I mean, Pat Kaneen came in and he actually made. We almost had to have the, him sleep here. <laughs> that's he basically why, was working That's why 12, I keep hugging him 14. because I'm hoping that he's Stop just, hugging him, Robin. I don't want any damn diseases no, in this house. No, I'm just hoping that he can't leave. We're just going to have to ensconce wow, him into the second. to build second. him a room. Yeah, well. I got an extra room. We have the Jeez. extra room and he's going to stay. But, but Josie, we're asking him to do a lot. And I know because everything that he's doing, I was doing as well as my job. So I know how much it is and it is overwhelming. On our Twitter feed... <laughs> John Gessler checks it. He says, if his call was unplanned, you need to get a better call screener so it doesn't happen again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> How do you allow Howard Eskin to call into the show? I want big-name guests. I don't want Howard Eskin, who used to run my board at our first jobs in radio. Seriously, this is a true story. I was, like, 19, and I was working at WFIL Radio doing news. I was the overnight news guy. 
and Howard ran the board. He was the guy who ran the controls, never was right. on the air. He ran the board for, for George Michael. Long oh, John the sports Wayne. machine Yeah, guy, George right? Michael yeah. was a DJ, later did the sports yeah. machine in D.C., legendary character, legendary DJ. And so Howard and I have been friends for almost 50 years. Wow. That's hard to believe, man. Except I never go into the fur coat thing. I did commercials. Diane Furs. That's, that's the one. The I did. one. That's Diane Furs. I said Zinman, and he. No, he, Zinman yeah, was a big yeah, one in Camden. Yeah. But then Diane. Although I don't know if those places are still around. You're not allowed to buy furs I'm or wear furs. So I have mixed feelings about the fur thing because they are amazing. Like if you. No, put the them faux on, furs are pretty good, Robin. Yeah. But they're not as warm. You're going to be yeah. killing any damn animals just to here's put it on my, your back. We're, we're living in the, in the colonial days. Well, here. here's my, Think here, how many minks got killed for that. Here's exactly. my thing about because you, I would, do not believe in killing any animal just for the look of something or just for um, um, if, if like nobody should own a fur if you live in L.A., or Arizona. Exactly. Oh, so but it's if, geographical. Well, but if it, because they are freaking warm. Yeah. I well. mean, they are fantastically warm. That's and just like when you eat exactly. uh, a cow yeah. or something, it's food. By the if you're consuming it, phenomenal, man. If you're consuming it because <laughs> that's not a cow, there's that's a, a reason for it. Yeah, it's, it's if it's just difference. if it's just consumption and killing just to kill because you want to look good, right. then screw that. No, so if for you vanity. watch if you for watch all the Alaska shows like I do. Well, like see the those Gold like, Rush shows? No, Life or? Below Zero and oh. all those shows where people are like, that's what they do. That's how they survive. They go out and kill antelope. They go out and get bear. But are they doing it with a, with a high-powered gun or they do compound Both. bow? Both. It's all, you know, it's, they're living in the middle of nowhere in right. Alaska. I will, there's so many Alaska shows on. I think everybody who lives in, in Alaska has their own reality show now. Yeah. Alaska State Troopers, Life Below Zero. Well, Palin. Didn't Sarah she Palin. Didn't no, she that was re- Nail and Palin. That was a video. That was a different show. <laughs> that was Lisa Ann. Exactly. The great Lisa Ann, who's yeah. following me again now. Oh, we, had yeah? a little, we had a little, uh, Lisa and I had a little falling out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We should get her to call in. I'll yeah, we'll send her a message. We had a little falling yeah. out, but I think you guys No, she's yeah. following me again, so I we know. must be on good terms because yeah. I get along with everybody. Right. I don't have any enemies out there, Harry. And you know this. You work with me a long time. I get along with everybody. I've, wor- I've had more partners in the Kardashians in my broadcast career. And mine were safe, at least, and I never made any movies with them. No, I, I just saw a clip with Kim Kardashian going after her sister, and they got into a fight. Yes. Like, no. like a physical fight. It oh, looked kind of real. BS. But so what's his sorry. name? Our buddy that does all the great uh, boxing videos, all the fight videos. Oh, Bob Mennery? Bob Mennery yeah. is a genius. I'm trying to get him on the show. we got to get him yeah. on. Now, I didn't know he was Bob Mennery, because I've seen all these videos. If you go yeah. online... Bob Mannery does this, what I call Ron Radio play-by-play. Hey, everybody, mm-hmm. well, you know, when, when we talk about guys in radio who do that fake voice. Right, but he drops oh. F-bombs. And yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. great. He is great. Yeah. The best one he's ever done is the rat one. <laughs> There's a rat video where rats are fighting in, the, in some restaurant back room. That was only like a week ago because yeah, we that discussed was, that with Zabe on his podcast yes. last week. Yeah. That's right. You know how many shows I've been? Robert, I know. Harry and I did the Zabe cast. Me, Harry, and yeah. the great Steve Zabin. I did the uh, – I did – the great Adam Shine show. Right. Did Ben Maller, The Fifth Hour. Rob Parker, right? Rob Parker on his show right. on Fox Sports Radio. I mean, I've been doing nonsense, and I love this stuff, man. This is great. I want to thank everybody. Tony gets along with everybody except drivers on Broad Street, says our buddy on AJ in San Antonio. But that's because people are stupid. Yeah. I don't know these people. They're just idiots on the road that don't know how to drive or follow the rules of the road. You know what I'm saying? No, I, It's I'm like the people you. who throw gloves around when they go out to a store. They go out, they put all these latex gloves on, and then they just throw them away. 
Yeah, that's disgusting. I saw you you filming. Uh, some, where yeah, were I you? Did. Some parking lot? No, we were in Lowe's right here in Lowe's. South Philly. Okay, yeah, yeah. We were here's, in Lowe's. Here's what I don't understand. It's like how hard is it? So, so as soon as you leave the store, if you have your bags in your hand, you don't need to touch anything else anymore except for your car, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming would be safe. And we so, have antiseptic. We've had those little. We used to buy them at the dollar store. You know, so the you little can, ones, the sanitizers. There's always trash cans right by the exactly. door. Exactly. It's not like all. you're in the middle of nowhere where no, there's no trash can. Litter, litter is one of the, my pet peeves. Oh, I hate it. it really I does. don't understand. I, like, it physically makes me ill, it the does. idea of throwing something on the ground. You should I, see. I, I mean, along, you know, the Schuylkill, know. along 476, the blue. It's just like and people it's not dump just their Philly. trash. Yeah, it's not just Philly. I mean, people are throwing their gloves away in parking lots all over the country and all over the world. That Italian Indian dude, when I was Growing up, yes, really had an effect on oh, me. Oh, the, the litter, the PSA. Yeah, yeah me P- too. He had an oh, yeah, the on crying me. Indian. Yeah, the yeah, crying he was, he was Indian. Crying. Who was yeah. actually he was an Italian. Italian guy. I know, but well, he was like Chief J. Strongbow. He was an Italian guy too. Was was he really Indian though, Chief J. Strongbow? No, he was Italian. You know, it was a real <laughs> Indian <laughs> from Jersey. Chief Halftown was a real Indian. Yeah, he used to do the cartoon right, shows right. on Channel Six back in the right. day. He was really an Indian. Really, but the guy in the commercials with the tears, the the Indian. So he was Bobo. No, I he totally wasn't a real Indian, no, but right, he was right. still more Indian than Elizabeth Warren. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> Believable, man. All right, now, you know that uh, the liquor stores have been closed here in Pennsylvania yes. for Although you for can weeks. still buy liquor and beer and wine in, like, supermarkets. You can't get liquor in supermarkets. No, you just get beer and wine. You get wine. beer and wine in right. certain supermarkets. Right. But in, in New Jersey, Governor Murphy declared that it's essential. Okay, liquor stores are essential. Oh, they are essential. Ah. They are in, in, in New York. Delaware and Maryland as well, but and we certainly heard Golick say Connecticut. They're Connecticut open, right? too. Yes, there could be a reason for that. I found this on NorthJersey.com. Is this breaking news? Yeah, it was oh, just, just a couple a days news. ago. Well, that's breaking news on this show. If someone <laughs> we is, weren't on a couple days ago. <laughs> if someone is dependent upon alcohol and they can't get alcohol, then they can go into withdrawals. Oh, says Paul Nesdat, that is assistant true. professor at Johns Hopkins School of Medicine. This is no bo- bozo. No, this is absolutely that's true. down in Maryland. Yes, if I an alcoholic Merle. is suddenly cut off from alcohol, the person can experience anything from discomfort to stomach distress, the shakes, tremors, body aches, and fatigue. I have all those symptoms which, right now. Which they might have to go to the hospital <laughs> Oh, yeah, for that is true. And use up services at a oh. hospital. Yes. So delirium the governor of Pennsylvania tremens. is putting us all in this situation. He is. Isn't there a delirium tremens? Isn't that uh, a that's medical a, That's a term? band, I thought, from the <laughs> 90s. No, but I'm serious. I think that that's one of the things, that if you are a serious alcoholic and you cannot have alcohol. Hallucina- hallucinations, yeah, you, seizures that. can, can yeah. result in some Dangerous. people. By the way, I have breaking news right now. Yeah. yeah. A high-speed t- text line on my phone. Adam Schefter. Will be on the show on Thursday. That is no. correct. The great Adam Schefter will be here. I was going to tell you that during the break, but. I saw it. He said, no need for Robin. Fewer people, the better. <laughs> wow. Adam <laughs> Schefter even dissing Miss Robin. Wow. Damn, Shefty. Well, Scrapple Joe says on Twitch, the mayor and Larry Krasner are on the line to congratulate oh, us. Oh, are they really? <laughs> are they going to come and clean the streets? You know, one thing that I prided myself on growing up in this, I, I'm, I'm actually living on the same street that I grew up on. Yeah. And so when I moved back to Philly in 2011 from 11 years in L.A., we were staying in an apartment over at Dockside, and then we found this house on the same street where my mother's house is right down this street. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mother, when I was growing up, she would go out on Saturday mornings with the scrub brush and the bread and the, uh, and, 
and the, the, the cleanser, mm-hmm. and she'd go out and scrub the steps every Saturday morning. Yeah. And our streets were spotless right. because everybody in the neighborhood they cared. Knew. They cared about having a clean neighborhood. Now you fast forward. This neighborhood is filthy, and I go out and pick up the trash of every other slob in this neighborhood mm-hmm. because that's how much I care about my city and my neighborhood. And we're gonna do we were gonna do another cleanup in a couple of weeks, but now that's all been canceled. But I'm out there every stinking week cleaning up my own street because of the slobs who smoke cigarettes and throw them all over the streets. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you people? I don't know. How hard is it? Get a damn coffee can and put your cigarette butts in there. Don't throw them over your balcony onto the streets. Sick and tired of this, Harry. I'm bringing the stock market back, and people can't even pick up their cigarette butts. What the hell's going on out there? As Harry used to say, or as Harry used to say. Pissed off. <laughs> exactly. And he would also say, get out. Get out. <laughs> exactly. We got another hour. Happy hours coming up. Oh, is that what, is that, I thought five we had o- that. No, that was our early happy oh, hour. Oh, okay. The real happy hour starts 5 o'clock. It's the 5 o'clock No, ex- no uh, Stress Express, as they say on those music stations. Hey, it's the No Stress Express coming up. We're going to play some great tunes. And the good thing about being on Sirius, we can play music on this show. Yeah. We don't have to worry about ASCAP and BMI licensing fees. We don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You know what we're going to play? I'm going to play one of my favorite songs, which is very pertinent, coming into the 5 o'clock hour. That's all still ahead. Joe Krause is excited, man. Is this good or what? Is this better than um, going up to King of Prussia at Screwballs on a Thursday night, Harry? I like Screwball. I, I love, know, no, I love There's nothing screwball. wrong with yeah. it. That was I'm the number saying, one sports bar in Montgomery County. Exactly County. right. The only thing that's good about this is that we don't have to break it down, set right. it up, break it exactly. down. It's right. nice to have thanks everything to, in one place. Thanks to the greatness of the people. See, the good thing about doing this show now, now that all the equipment's put together, like like Joe, like Joe C. over there, he doesn't have to worry about setting it up, breaking it down. Putting and it in it. a van. Exactly. And doing all that stuff. And well, the great Pat Kinney. He knows now he doesn't come here, have to come here every day and tweak the board. It's all set. The wires are all placed. Everything's working copacetically. We haven't had any technical debacles on the show yet, have we? Well, don't two, say it. Two, two, two hours in. Has God, this show? Don't normally, jinx it. when we do our Twitch show for the last year, every day something would go terribly, terribly wrong. Sort of like BH1's behind the music. Yeah. Everything's great. And then all, at the, all of a sudden at the end, something goes terribly wrong. Terribly wrong. Like the Leaf Garrett episode. Exactly. You remember that one? <laughs> the Leaf Garrett. I remember. Remember him? Long hair. Dude, remember that guy? When, oh, I, was, yeah. when I was a kid, Satin uh, pants. that that guy's uh, mug was on teen magazines <laughs> on every Tiger week. Beat. Tiger Beat. All those stupid magazines. Tiger Beat, not the Tiger King. No, the Tiger King. Now, you watched all the episodes, yes, Harry? You got did. all the way through it? Yeah. It was now, Joe C., did you watch Tiger King and get all the way through it? I've only seen about two episodes. Come on, of it. you said that a week ago. It's about seven hours of my life that I won't get back. No, it's still worth it though. Especially <laughs> Did in you pan- hear if there wait. wasn't a pandemic, I would never watch. No, that but think about the news. timing yes. for this Tiger King. There's breaking news that they Netflix is coming out not with a whole other season, but with no, one, one more, more episode. episode. I heard one more episode. Yeah. yeah. Does he finally kill that Karen Baskin bitch? Well, I heard. <laughs> That uh, one of the uh, DAs or something in Florida is reopening I the case. It's about so, damn time, Harry. There's no doubt. There's no doubt and that she favorite, did something. About her first no. husband. Yeah, yeah she yeah, killed yeah. him. There's, oh, no, there's doubt no doubt Is there any doubt about that? No. I'm innocent until proven guilty. I think he's buried under Raymond James Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's ba- buried on Dale, Mabry, on Dale Mabry Boulevard right in the, between 2002. And Mons Venus. And Mons Venus. Yes. That's where he's buried. Right. I'd go search there right now. I was almost buried there one night, too, Tony. <laughs> hey, I've been buried on Dale Mabry many times I'll tell back you what. in the day. I'll tell you what, man. Just remember, everybody. I saw a tiger, tiger.
That sounds like me at the U.S. Open. I saw a tiger, and tiger saw a man. Wow. I'll tell you. But, yeah, we gotta, we got to get to the golf news yeah, in the we next will. hour, We're too. We're in a break, though. No, All we're the schedule broken, changes. We're yeah. already broke. All right. All we're right. clear, as they say in the radio business. Yeah. We're clear. I'll be bringing back the Tony Bruno Show to serious. Well, the show never stops, though. I know. That's the no, thing. we're still on Twitch. Yeah. Sports stuff. We'll cover everything that you need to know. And the we'll lines are now open, everybody. Travel, the interviews, energy. We got to get Bob Mannery on. Oh yeah, well, he's fucking I, phenomenal. I was communicating with him on Instagram, and then doesn't he doesn't know who I am. Uh, then he went dark on me. <laughs> I go dark every once in a while. How you got to do that? You got to mix it in. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I saw. I saw tiger. <laughs> saw <tiger's> man. <laughs> By the way, no golf is being played, but Tiger Woods is three under blondes after three holes. <laughs> oh! God, I love that guy. Phenomenal. Let's check in with uh, Mike Bissonelli uh, right uh, now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to play the Jim Rome cut, too, yeah. in the next hour. I'm a nitwit. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming back already? Jesus, these God, breaks, these are, breaks short. are shorter than... Um, going to start selling some fucking advertising. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Dale Mayberry Boulevard, baby. Yeah, Odyssey 2001 oh, and uh, yeah. Mons Venus. Phenomenal, Classic. man. Imagine how much they'd have to Clorox that freaking oh, place man. on a daily basis. Oh, The great Steve Zabin. Here we come. Everybody enjoying it on Twitch today? Happy hour on the East Coast, 5 o'clock, and do you know where your kids are? Well, if you're a parent, they're probably locked inside and driving you crazy at this point. If you're not a parent, like Robin and I, who are parents, but our kids are all grown up, and they're outside of the house, you're enjoying yourself. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays, and the one interesting thing about all this, you know, as a parent of kids who are grown up, and now my oldest son has his own son, is that the people who are home alone with family, mm. they're the ones who are really going through a lot. And then there's married couples. You're seeing that married couples, there's a lot of like people calling, calling divorce lawyers yeah. right now. China. Are- China has, after their long term, they have the highest divorce really? uh, requests. Well, it depends on whether you believe in- the numbers yeah, that's or not. True. Can you yeah, believe anything believe. that's coming out of China right and it's now? it's China. China. Okay. China. <laughs> By the way... <laughs> Oh, we're getting on the Twitch stream also. Great show, but Harry is buzzed. Take away his vodka. No, I'm not. Harry's no, not buzzed. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Harry's a professional Jeez. vodka drinker. Are you kidding me right now? That story that we just did about how it's dangerous to take away alcohol, that's about Harry. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> now, Harry, you're running dangerously low. Now, have you been able to make your consistent runs? By the way, welcome, everybody. This is our third hour, our first day here on Sirius XM 211. We're still on Twitch.tv, Tony Bruno Show. And as you know, if you're not a, a subscriber to SiriusXM, 
Sirius XM, the app, is now free through May 15th. Correct. So you almost have a month and a half, Harry, hmm. of free great listening. You can oh, listen so that's to awesome. any. It is awesome. Think about the timing of that, when people need more entertainment. Exactly. You know? And we want well, to thank the people at Sirius we XM. We want to think that it's because the Tony Bruno show was being debuted. They're, they're like, you know, we need to allow the people to listen to Tony and Harry exactly. being back again. Mm-hmm. It's so, a gift. It's a gift. It's sort of like the stock market going up 1,600 points. Coincidence? That we go on the air today, on this April 6th, 2020, the stock market goes up 1,600 points. You've got Sirius XM giving away the app for free until May 15th. Does it get any more benevolent than that, Harry? No, Seriously. That's, that's the sign of optimism right now. Yes, it is. Know? Yes, it is. And that's what I am. You know, we have fun and we, we rip stuff every once in a while. But for the most part, we're positive. I, I love making people laugh. I love laughing. If you don't laugh five, six, seven, eight times a day, you need to laugh more. You're especially, doing it wrong. Exactly. Yeah, especially yeah. now. I've always laughed. I've never done a show, I don't believe. Even nine, well, 9-11 was probably yeah. the last show I did where there was absolutely no way to find humor in anything. Understandably, when Andrew Siciliano and I were on the air and Fox Sports Radio on that fateful day back in 2001. And so the bottom line is, me, you enjoy life every day. We get all we get. We're all getting older. We all need to be able to just deal with things that are right. We can't control anything right now. We can't control what's going on outside. We can only control the horizontal and the vertical, and the audio and the video <laughs> of this program. Nothing else. We have no control. D Conrad Vegas on the Twitch stream says Harry is in first gear. He's exactly right. Harry is no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. By the way, the TD bank manager on Broad Street is looking for Harry. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, I I, that's my bank. There. I go to that TD bank. By the way, Robin and I, let's go to the phones. In fact, let's open the phones this hour. Shall we do that? Oh, yeah? We've already had a couple of, uh, like, legendary callers. The great Jim from Cheltenham called in. We're spacing and, them out. And we're spacing them out. Well, we you've got to give out the number, too. Let me give you the phone yeah. number. Write this down. Actually, get it tattooed right on your wrist right here. Get it tattooed on a body part somewhere because this is a number that you may need every single day. When you're going down in the dumps, listen, I've been through depression. I'm taking medication. A lot of people are going through anxiety right now because it's tough out there. You can't go anywhere. You're sitting at home day after day, week after week. Just try to find things that make you happy as opposed to things that make you sad. Turn off the damn news channels. Turn off all the noise and just try to find things that make you happy. Go back and look. I went through my pictures last night. From all the different travels we had. Yeah. Finding sunsets down in the British Virgin Islands. You know, amazingly, Sedona. All the places that make me happy, that's what you do to stay happy. You still got a place out there, didn't you? No, no, I got rid of it. It was a timeshare. Yeah, yeah. How do you get rid of that, though? You just don't pay it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You just stop paying it. Sooner or later, they stop calling (laughs) it. Because that timeshare, like, there's there's an ad for getting rid of it. Yeah, those people are scams. So is that the the idea? Yeah, don't pay anybody to try to sell your timeshare. (laughs) They can't sell squat. All right, that's my tip for the day. Don't pay for those timeshare people. Sooner or later, they'll give up and stop bothering you. Doesn't right. that damage the credit? No, my no. credit's damn good. Harry. Oh, it is. Okay. Damn right it good. is. He did all the damage all in one fell swoop, moving from L.A., yeah. having to short sell the house. Yeah. I'm the getting... only guy who lost money buying a house in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> That's my luck. But I brought it back today with a stock market surge of 1,600 points. But let's go to the phones. Here's the number, 215-462-8669. 215-462-TONY. See how Robin, I've got to give Robin credit for that. Yeah. She's the one who said, we need a phone number. You know, because when I was at Fox, it was 99 on Fox. When I was at, you know, I had different phone numbers and right. different jobs. And so since we're our own show and we're our own entity here in the wine cellar, 
1-800-242-4642-TONY. And if you're a digitally challenged like I am, it's 8669. So it's 215-462-8669. Let's go up to Buffalo, where they're still breaking tables, despite the fact that you're not allowed to be out hanging on people and having people jump on top of you on a folding table, which I believe they're sold out at Home Depot now. Oh, they are? Yeah, you can't find them, especially the Bills Mafia. Let's go to Dave up in Buffalo. Dave, welcome aboard, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Tony. Uh, first off, man, uh, love to hear you back on the national airwaves, man. You've, you've always had a great show. When I heard you on with Shine the other day, I'm like, this is going to be awesome to hear you, uh, you know, back on national radio. Um, two things I want to comment on. First off, I'm a huge golf fan, so I'm fired up to see that uh, they've got, you know, the Masters and some of the other majors scheduled for the year, so that's awesome. Um, I'm a big Bills fan, obviously, living up here. Um, wanted to get your take on uh, where this team goes. I feel like we're going in the right direction. Uh, you, you obviously know a little bit about Sean McDermott with your time in Philly yep. there. Um, what do you think of him as a coach? I think he's phenomenal. I love the moves they've made this offseason. Where do you see us going, man? Because I'm, I'm pumped up. Well, now with, the, you know, now with Brady gone in New England, does that mean the, the Patriots are going to now be 5-11? and 11? Not no. necessarily. No. no. But the Patriots are not going to be the same team. And you look at the Patriots, and obviously, you know, they, they believe in Stidham up there. Would, they, would, you, would you be shocked, Harry, if the, Buffalo, if, the, if the New England Patriots with this Stidham kid and whoever they sign as a backup would be able to keep the thing moving along as long as Belichick is there and they still have core I think players? they'll still be above water. But with, to me, with Buffalo, it's all about Josh Allen. Like, is he really the guy? I don't yeah. know that he's a very no, accurate he's the guy. guy. He's, he's a, the guy. He's a tough kid. He, he likes to run. He's, you know, he's like one of those gamer kind of quarterbacks. But is he accurate enough, you know, in the months of December and January when it's windy and cold up there to, to execute drives when they need him? I'm not sold on him yet, but I love the coach. No, McDermott. I love the coach. Too. Yeah. You, know, you know what it is, Dave? Obviously, Buffalo's been waiting for that guy since Jim Kelly. Yeah. When you go down the list of all the different quarterbacks they brought They've in there. They've had a million quarterbacks. And they're always the answer. You know, the guy's always the Remember T.J. E.J. Manuel. E.J. Oh, yeah. Manuel was the answer. First-round pick out of Absolutely. Florida State. Absolutely. And so all these teams that have to get a quarterback, and when you replace a Hall of Fame legend like Jim Kelly, and you go decade after decade, just like the Dolphins did with Dan Marino, you know, when you have that guy, even though he didn't win a Super Bowl for you, you have that guy to replace that guy. Mm-hmm. For some teams, it's almost impossible. The Cleveland Browns, you look around the right. league of how many teams have been trying to find the next guy. That's maybe the hardest position in sports to fill next to goalie in the NHL. Uh, I, no, I totally agree with you on Allen. I think uh, the accuracy is the big key. Uh, he, he's tough as hell. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. some of the hits he's taken running, uh, you know, especially in the playoffs last year against Houston. Uh, the kid's got a lot of heart. He's got a lot of toughness. But uh, I just think, you know, the, the move with Diggs, you know, I think he needed a number one receiver. Yeah. I think yep. down in the red zone, I think Diggs is going to be huge because I think Beasley and uh, John Brown are more like possession receivers. Mm-hmm. But I think Diggs is a real game changer. No, I agree with you. I, I, if I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, I'm feeling good. I know you always worry about like same thing in well, same thing in Oakland with Derek Carr. You know, there's that 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 faction of fans who don't think Derek Carr's the guy. Yeah, and then they bring in a backup. I don't they, think they, John Gruden thinks Derek Carr's the guy. No, to but be I mean, honest they, now they you. you know they they made they've got a backup in Mariota. There. Mari- right? Is Marcus Mariota yeah. going to replace Derek Carr in Oakland? Probably not. But he's a good backup. You want you want to have you and you know you've seen it in the Philadelphia here with the Eagles. You better have a good backup yeah. quarterback because the backup quarterback is no longer a, a luxury. It's a necessity. It is. You know, you're right about that. And I think Mariota would be a good backup. He's not a guy. He's obviously proven not to be a franchise quarterback. No, he was a franchise quarterback. Well, he was while. thought to be. But, yeah. I mean, where did they ever go with him? No, but they had a good he run. He got replaced not... by Ryan Tannehill. You know? 
Yeah, but Ryan Tannehill, what a year. Yeah, I mean, he did have a great talk year. about unbelievable stuff. Hey, good to talk to you up there, but Dave. Appreciate I, the call from Buffalo. I man. think if you're a you Bills, it, yep. if you're a Bills fan, you're more excited about Brady being finally out of the division. Absolutely, and the Patriots might, you know, might be going down a little bit. And you look at you that division. I mean, the Dolphins have reloaded. I right. mean, they got tons, got a ton of, of draft picks, ton of draft yeah. picks, tons of signings. So they're obviously going to be much better. There's no way the Bill, there's no way the Dolphins are. They're no longer in tank mode. They right. will be a team that should be markedly better this year. And if they take Tua, I mean, that's a, you know, who, who knows how good he could be. I don't know if, if he's the guy. Do you? Is he a lock? I don't know. Being a, a great quarterback? You know me. I mean, I love Alabama, but Alabama yeah, quarterbacks quarterback, have not yeah. exactly no. been lighting up the league. you got to go back. Now, we talked about Richard Todd back oh, in yeah. those days. Now, he was that's in the 70s. High pit yeah. for, the, for the Jets. He and, because I was in Alabama in the 70s, mm-hmm. mid-70s, when they had Richard Todd and they had the other, uh, Jeff Rutledge. Rutledge, yeah. Remember, there, Rutledge. Were two, yeah. there were two draft picks who made it into the NFL. Todd was supposed to be the next great guy. Mm-hmm. But ladies and gentlemen, let's go down the Jersey Shore, uh, Harry, where I used to have my boat when I had a boat before it was repossessed and put on blocks and then sold to 1-800-77-CARS-FOR-KIDS. <laughs> Margate, New Jersey, where it's probably not beautiful, but it's getting nicer each and every day. Down the Jersey Shore. Let's go to Joe and Margate. Joe, hello there, man. What's going on today? What's going on, Tony and Harry? It's great to hear from you guys again. You too, man. Now, what's going on on Amherst Avenue? Is there flooding? Because there's usually flooding, and then people <laughs> would take out their little their, their little jet skis and ride down when the tide was high, and the water would come over and go inside Memories and Margate and all those other great shore places. Yep, it's quiet. It's quiet. But we're, get, we're getting by. It was funny you just mentioned that you were going through old pictures because I went through some old uh, – voice memos, and the last time I talked to you guys was right before the Sixers drafted Embiid, and we were laughing about Mallory Eden, who stole the show on draft night. Do you remember that, huh? Mallory the, Eden. The, no. the Bucks owner's daughter. Oh, 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 yeah. oh the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, the, the NBA Bucks, draft. Not I'm thinking, the NFL, Bucks, I'm thinking no. NFL draft yeah. coming up, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. She, was, she was smoking. I wonder how she's looking these days. I Probably mean, pretty cool. good. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's not like, she didn't go from like, she didn't become what's-her-face when she went from uh, uh, Kathleen Turner from Body oh, Heat my God. to later on where she went from she went from hot to hag oh. in, like, record time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shortly after and It she, happens to all of us. Listen, I'm no spring chicken anymore. Shortly after she did that movie with Jeffrey Lurie, didn't he have a, a Yes, movie? and what was that movie called? It was horrible. Jeffrey Lurie produced it. And she was in it. What, what was the name? Uh, nah. I'll look it up. It was no. filmed in Pittsburgh? Was it? No, no, no. It was, it was a Jeffrey Lurie movie, and it was absolutely, absolutely horrible. What the right. hell was it? I want to know how many New York license plates are down on the Jersey Shore right now because they're trying to keep all the people from New York out of New Jersey. V.I. Warshawski? That's it. V.I. Warshawski. Remember that movie? One of the worst movies ever made. V.I. Warshawski, and it was Jeffrey Lurie who was the producer of that movie. I believe he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He absolutely was the executive producer of that movie. Now, thankfully, I didn't see that one, but it's great to hear you guys. I just wanted to call. It's been a while. I, I literally just reactivated my serious account today just so I could listen to you guys every day again. Well, i got to give and you a run. I hope they're listening. I hope Steve Cohen's listening. How many subscriptions we are driving, Harry? <laughs> We are driving subscriptions. If I had a dollar for every subscription we drove today, I'd be able to retire in another 72 years. As long as the Dow keeps going up and I can get my 401K and then finally move away to the British Virgin Islands and go sit at the soggy dollar bar in Joost van Dyke.
out there in the BVI. Baby. Is that where you want to go if you had your druthers? It's a good place to be, huh? Yeah. Have you been to Yonkers? I don't know if we want to live there. but we I don't want to live there, no. But it's, it's definitely a fantastic place to visit. But yeah. down there <laughs> to <laughs> live, yes. Not just. That's my Uh-oh. recommendation for everybody. As I said, uh, Joe, you go through your old pictures and you mm-hmm. look for pictures of places that you've been to. Sunsets. You know, Sedona, oh, yeah. where I'm laying on the red rocks and feeling as one. I feel like Marianne Williamson. The, she and I should go to Sedona together. Mm. That would be a freaky weekend, Harry. Does Kenny Chesney hang out at that Yost, Yost Van Dyke? Oh, yeah, everybody he, that's goes That's where there. he goes, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, just a, it's a little jack on, the, on, yeah. on an island. You just pull up, you, you anchor your boat, you throw, and you jump in the water. You have your cash in your bathing suit. That's all you need on an island, though, is a shack. Yeah, now you need a credit card, though. Yeah. Back when it started, they called it the soggy dollar bar. You used to swim up to the shore, right. and you take a 20 out of your bathing suit, and they would hang it up on a clothesline. To dry it? Yeah, so that when you bought a drink, you didn't sure. have to bring. Now you better have a credit card because you can't get through two rounds. You better be carrying like a wad of hundreds right. if you're going there to buy drinks. You've got to go with Baldy. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> all right, but all right, Joe. Be careful down there, man. Thanks for checking in today. Yeah, wow. Grape Gatorade next time. Yeah, Grape Gatorade, Harry. We got to do those again. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm watching a show on PBS one night. I'm flipping around, and there is the owner, Kevin Stone, of the Jug Handle Inn in New Jersey. He was on PBS. He was on this show where they were talking about local restaurants in the Philadelphia yeah. area. So it was W H Y Y. Philly oh, really? Eats or something Philly like that. Eats. Oh wow. And I, I, I don't know where I turn it on. And there's Kevin Stone, the owner of the Jug Handle Inn mm-hmm. over in New Jersey on Route 73. They have the great wings. And he was talking about the Tony Bruno wing sauce that they have there. And he explained how it came about. And then they went to another place, Nord, right here in, on East Pass Yonk, which is owned by a Dutch guy that Robin and I know. So two restaurants, both of them places that we frequent. Wow. How about that? How about that? Meanwhile, we got much more still ahead. Open phone lines. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. We want to hear from you. And we'll do it right when we get back from the break. Exactly right. Stick around. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. (laughs) People like my Kathleen Terrenline. From hot to hag. Did she not go from hot to hag? I hate well, to do she, that. Well, she had an alcohol and smoking problem. I mean, she was a heavy, well, heavy smoker. Well, who doesn't, seriously? I mean, well, Kelly McGillis is not. Oh, yeah, Kelly McGillis. Well, Kelly McGillis, I think, had other issues. <laughs> but she's, she's like 250 now. She's about. Is she that heavy? Kirstie, she's from Berks County? Kirstie McGalley, apparently. She, I mean, she was like in the 300 range, and she got skinny again. No, he was not. Who? Howard I no, can't he was never that big. Him he was never that, that big. He was uh, he was like two sixty. He's never he never hit three hundred. Uh, love how the stay-at-home shamers know where and when anyone violates social distancing. How would they know if they are staying at home? That's a good question. People have to go out and go to the store. Uh, Scrapple Joe says Kirstie Alley got paid a ton to get skinny by Weight Watchers. Of course she did. Yeah, well, Oprah now owns the comp, our owner of the company. Yeah, but I don't think she actually is skinny, is that, though. You might as well get paid to do it, right? My, my favorite was um, uh, Tom Arnold talking about when he and Roseanne were doing Weight Watchers, and they were getting sent all the food. He's like, we didn't w- lose any weight, and we were like, what the heck? You know, they, they were, con- they were, they were telling us what's going on. Yes. Uh-oh. 
What was that? I don't know. Something fell. Oh! It is happy hour, hour number three, as they say. I never got that when no. radio people did that. Some of the great radio minds would do, hey, it's hour number yeah. three of our show. When you go to work and you work nine to five, mm-hmm. do you ever say, like, at noon, hey, it's hour number three of my eight-hour day? Some people might. No, they don't. They say it's lunchtime. I always thought that that indicated you were counting down the minutes of exactly. the show. And you're until sort it's of, over. You're, you're sort of sending a message, like, I can't wait till I'm out yeah. of here. I never you know got I mean? that. Nobody needs to tell anybody yeah. what hour it is. <laughs> you usually say, hey, it's almost lunchtime. Well, right. Or, hey, people, it's almost 5 o'clock so we can get the hell out of here. People are tuning in all over the place. Right. So they might not have been there Right from hour. I get that, one. but it doesn't matter what hour it is to the person. Is well, my that's point. What, that's yeah. does it matter to well. the listener <laughs> what hour it is of your show? Does it matter, Harry? Does no, it, it really, doesn't. Really, it really matter? doesn't. But you know what it is though. Uh, one thing I saw, uh, and we're going to take more of your calls and open lines. Do we have open lines right now? Oh, we do have a line. Let's go to uh, let's go to Ice Rink. One of our favorite all-time favorite callers from Ottawa, up there in Canada, eh? Let's go to my man, Ice Rink. Is the ice melted now that hockey season looks all but gone, Mr. Ice Rink? It's almost gone. There's just a couple little patches here and there. But, uh, uh, yeah, you can pretty much stick a fork in, uh, in, in winter up here now. It's an outrage. Well, not winter because it's still winter yeah. in Canada, isn't it? It's, it's still, uh, yeah, it's still winter up here. But there's only two seasons. There's hockey and waiting for hockey. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I think waiting for hockey... <laughs> Waiting for hockey came a little early this year. Oh, uh, I know. Are people observing the six-foot social distancing rules uh, north of the border? Well, I'll tell you what. Being an Ottawa Senators fan, our fans were six feet apart all year long. <laughs> <laughs> Two empty seats between them, right? <laughs> oh, man, that was great. You were, six, you were six rows and six seats over from every single fan in the place. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the old 700 level of the vet in the middle of the summer with the Phillies back in, like, the hey, 80s, Tony. When I, when I was first dating before I got married, I would say, hey, baby, let's go someplace real quiet where right. no one will notice anything. We go to the 700 level at Veterans Stadium. Sure, and you go I up mean, there and make out. go up there and make out. You could do anything you wanted up there. And then people started, before there were phone cameras, mm-hmm. you could do anything you wanted in the upper deck, the 700 level at Veterans Stadium. People couldn't throw batteries at you from, uh, from down below because it was too high. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I think got to bring up a battery. So Ottawa Senators, obviously. I mean, I just watching the Montreal Canadiens and Maple Leafs. Uh, I flip around and watching all these old games, the old classics. hockey games. Yeah. yeah, I'm watching Canadians and the Leafs. Yeah, it's good stuff. Now, man. what? How long? How far back? It's a couple does this years go? ago. Oh, okay. Actually, no. You know, was still on it. I was watching. Pa- I was watching Patriots and uh, and the Kansas City Chiefs last night too, mm-hmm. and that's when Brady was marching them up and down the field. Gronk was having a monster day. They scored their first three drives. That was a pretty fun. And then yeah. I flipped around. I was watching. I was watching the race auto racing last night. Did you watch any of that? The virtual no. wrecks on the uh, on the fake car racing. No, but I heard there was an issue with yeah, somebody. Yeah, Bubba Wallace and Clint Boyer. Pretty not much Bubba happened. Watson. Not Bubba Watson. Not Bubba Sparks. Not Bubba Smith. Bubba Smith. Yeah. Who else? Bubba Gump. Not Bubba Gum from right. Bubba Gum Shrimp, and not of course. Bubba down there in Florida. Bubba the Love Sponge. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about Bubba the Love Sponge, man. Is he on Sirius, too? Yes, he is. No, he's on, uh, he's on Twitch. Oh, okay. He's on Twitch. Not everybody's on Sirius, Harry. This is a special, special selection to be chosen to be on Sirius. On Not only day. that, but I believe 
we are the only show that is both on Sirius and Twitch. Are you serious yeah, right I, now? Yeah, I read that last yeah. week. Let me give yeah, ourselves yeah. a roaring yeah. round of applause. It's not my style to pat myself on the back. No. <laughs> but what happened with this guy, though, the, the, the racer? So did you see this, the fake car racing on eSports? They called it the uh, – they called it the – I got it written down here somewhere. Should it was like a virtual talking. race. Yeah, right? they basically were real car dr- race car drivers driving, you know, they were driving the cars in a virtual race. Okay. And they were supposedly at, down at Bristol, Tennessee, one of the toughest short tracks. It's a short track, yeah. And so Bubba Wallace and Clint Boyer were basically in the back of the pack. They really didn't give a crap. They were just having fun with it. And so Bubba Wallace, when he finally wrecks on lap 11 with Clint Boyer. He wrecked on lap 11? He yeah, wanted but, but out the of thing, there. No, but the thing was they, they would hit the wall, and then they would get a reset so the cars wouldn't be all damaged, and then there were no caution flags in this oh, virtual okay. racing. But a lot of people were watching this because the cars look real. The virtual stuff's incredible. They were probably betting on it. No, I don't think he was betting no. on this stuff. Not when they knew the racers didn't give a crap. <laughs> so Bubba Wallace wrecks with Clint Boyer on lap 11. After the fake wreck, this is what Bubba Wallace tweeted on his social media. Quote, this is why I don't take this bleep serious. Peace out. And then Twitter blows up and people are going after him. Real racing fans are like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. Take this seriously. And then he says, I ruined so many people's day by quitting. A video game. Baja, a video game. And here's the worst part. Blue Emu. You know one of those sure. oint- those. Uh, Johnny Things. Bench uh, advertises Did he that, do that? Is that the one you don't stink? Yes. There's so many of those creams, ointments, and things. There's, you just rub them on, and they're all full. And the one game show host from the 70s. Chuck Woolery, he, I yeah, think. They was got doing, yeah, he was doing Blue yeah. Emu. Yeah. Made from the semen of uh, emus. Hey, they could sponsor this show. Not the Emu Emu, who's no. the auto insurance guy. Now they got an Emu on the auto insurance commercials. So anyway, this is the best part. So Blue Emu writes back to him and says... It's good to know where you stand. Bye-bye, Bubba. We're, not, we're interested in drivers, not quitters. Wow. Can you believe that? So they, they dropped him. They dropped him. And by the way, it's not even a real car, and it's not even a real race, but a real sponsor well, who was paying money and had their cars all over TV with their advertising all right. over it. My question is, was he getting paid to do this virtual race? Yes, of course well, he was. Well, he's getting paid, so he's getting paid by the sponsorships. So I, I'm kind of with Blue Emu here. Honestly. You're going to take the yeah. side of corporate America yes, over I a man am. who's pretending to you know drive what? a you know real why? race car in Be- a fake race. You know why? Because <laughs> I want Blue Emu to call Krause and he can sponsor this show. Yeah, we're welcome. We don't quit here. I'll, I'll go rub it on distance. me. I'll rub Slap it all it up, over. rub it down, I whatever got, you I got, want. I got arthritis in this hand right yeah. here. I'll rub that stuff all over me. As long CBDs, as I don't stink. it doesn't matter to me. As long as I don't stink. Isn't that Johnny Bench do one? Yeah. And you won't stink. He does do it. He, he is one of the guys. I remember when he did Krylon. Remember that? Well, the, the paint. No yeah. runs, no hits, no errors. No drips, no anyway, errors. Anyway, I'm sorry. Something. Let's get back to hockey. <laughs> Ice rink in Ottawa. What else is going on up there, man? You ready for the Rough Riders? Are they going to? Oh, we're out of gone. time. What else is going on up there? Is, that a, is that a serious question? Yeah, they got the Rough Riders. The Canadian Football League will be starting before long, Harry. No, it won't. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> We're coming right back. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669 is the number. Open phone America, as we used to say. We're going to smack it down, rub it up, rub it down, and smack it up, flip it, and rub it down. Oh, no. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Sirius XM 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. 
Listen to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Richard Petty did the best blue emu. He did one too? Oh, did he? Kathleen Turner is now an emu. Oh! Wow. And it won't stick. Bubba Skinner. Bubba from the Heat of the Night. There's a lot of Bubbas. Bubba Louie. No, no, that's not Bubba Skinner. Bubba Kincaid from First and Ten. I don't remember him. Bubba Kincaid. Not John Kincaid. John Kincaid, yeah. I race. Bubba Boudreaux. There was Bubba John Stevens. That's right, the DJ. Oh, yeah, the remember DJ. Yeah, MMR guy, guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's still alive? No, he died. He passed away a couple years ago. He used to work at a grocery store, yeah, too, in the, meats, meat. in the meat section. <laughs> in Jersey. That's the only way we could get health insurance. I oh, swear to God. Yeah, no way. Oh, yeah. No way. Dude. Was, the last time I worked with him, was he coming back, but he yeah. was he at the Italian festival here in Lynch? Oh, yeah. Are we ready for a second one, man? No, no, I'm good. I'm ready for one more. Happy hour, bitches. <laughs> Who is it? No way. The Bob Mannery? Oh, man. Oh, man, I haven't had this much fun with my clothes on since uh, a Halloween party last year. That's way, way back, Harry. You had your clothes on for that? No, I'm saying I haven't had this much fun since then. Oh, okay. When I didn't have my – although I did run through the parking lot naked at uh, the Great American – no, at the uh, Landmark Americana in Glassboro during the football season after I lost a bet. Yeah. But so many great things going on on our first show. And this is a gentleman that I've never met. Never spoken with. I follow him on Twitter. He is right now the most important person in the sports world. And Instagram, too. And he's Instagram. a beast on Instagram. He's a, he's a monster. At Bob Menery on Instagram. And he does what we, you know, he does the old school Ron. We used to call him Ron Radios, everybody. You know, guys in radio back in the day would right. talk like that for real. Bob does it, and he absolutely positively has nailed this and is now an absolute brand. He is the man that you hear doing play-by-play on sports events that happen, but he does it much, much better. And he does the Buffalo Wild Wings commercials. Yes, the top five top five sports events of the week, even though there's no sports, right. and he still does them for Buffalo Wild Wings. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the great I, Bob Mennery. I didn't know you guys the whole time just sitting there thinking you guys are doing a show. I didn't know you were talking about me. Now I get it. All right, perfect. That's awesome. Good to be here. Bob First of all, you know, back in the day, I don't know, I'm, I'm an old school guy, so I've been around forever. And back when, when I was in radio, we used to hear guys on the air doing that style of play-by-play. Hey, everybody, oh, my God, wow. And now right. you don't really talk like that, but you have taken that art form of what we called yuckers on the radio and put it at the next level of greatness, <laughs> my friend. I mean, that is way too much credit, uh, a thousand percent. But I got to say this, I, I thought... I thought I was calling in the Breaking Bad show. You know you look identical to Walter White in Breaking Bad? I got that. You know how many chicks I got from that back in that era from chicks <laughs> who just wanted say, me you to... You must pick up all the ladies. Oh, man. I actually had to buy a trailer 
and bring it out to New Mexico and set up out there. And I just had got I had it. long lines. Well, you went out and got, got that it. Chrysler 300, the car. I that got he the drove. Chrysler yeah. 300. I, Robin and I went out as as Walter White, and she went out as his wife. One Halloween, and all I had to do was buy a hat and get some 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 <laughs> fake rocks, some candy that looked like the, what they used on and the, the leather show. jacket. Yeah, and, and then I yeah. had no, I had the apron on. Oh yeah, the apron. And on. we okay. went and won every we won and every tidy ha- whiteies. I, we won every Halloween costume at all these great parties where people were spending thousands of dollars to make up costumes. Rob and I spent twenty bucks and we won every Halloween costume wow. that year. You were spot on, identical to <laughs> damn <laughs> right, man. Stuff. Not as good as two. Ra- I got to say, of all the great stuff you've done. The latest one, recent one with the two rats fighting in some in the back room of a restaurant somewhere was absolutely I couldn't stop yeah, well, laughing. De- desperate, desperate times call for desperate measures. You know that when the rats are fighting, that's when it's that's when it's bad news. Everybody's panicking at the grocery store, and then you take a look over to the left and you see these little rats fighting. That's when you know times are getting bad, and we have to stay inside. Everyone, stay inside. See how bad it is out there. Oh, man. One of the other things that he does that's so genius is he always refers to his co-host or his co-play-by-play color, analyst, color analyst, Peter. Yes. But Peter doesn't exist. Yeah, why, why do you <laughs> cut Peter whoa, off so whoa, many times? Whoa, shots fired over there. Shots fired. <laughs> Easy. What are you talking about Peter doesn't exist? The only reason Peter is not allowed on the air is because he has a serious alcohol problem, and he is a degenerate gambler, and we can't risk the liability of him talking. That's why he's not able to come on the air. He, he stays in his cage during all time. Oh. So easy, boys. Easy. Oh. oh, man. So he's doing Ripper Magoos and getting zapped. Oh, he is. You don't even want to know. There's, uh, I got the... the the Philippines, the Thailand, he's flying people in from all over. It's not good. Oh, not man. Good. <laughs> the, the first one I ever saw was a soccer one. And then the guy's going in, and then he, he splits his crotch in the, uh, in the crossbar in the, uh, in the, in the, the post. And, and that's the first time I saw it. But I didn't realize you were a real guy. I thought that was – I knew you were a real guy, but I didn't realize you did this for a living, man. This, when did you start doing these great play-by-play recreations? I did. Um, well, I've always been doing it my whole life. Like when I, cause I, was, I figured out I had this weird voice that sounded just like Joe Buck. I'd like wake up, be like, "Morning, mom." I'd be like, "What just happened? Why do I sound like that?" <laughs> and so, basically, I used to do this shtick where I used to walk around and just run up to groups of people and just start doing play-by-play. Like you know, people would just be sitting at a table, like eight people having a beer at a bar, and I would just like beeline it to them randomly. And out of the blue, I'd sit down and be like, well, Rogers and Brady here on ESPN. Wow, what a night. And they just look at me like either I was on drugs or it was really funny. And so I just started doing that and then got a lucky break, started doing these clips online, and then uh, now I get a little momentum. So I got a shot. We'll see. Now, did you actually do real radio? Were you a radio guy? No, I did nothing with my life. <laughs> Pretty much like me, and I've been doing this for 50 years. So I mean, I, 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 did, I did nothing. I, I'm like the luckiest human on the planet. I just, I just got lucky. But then I, after I caught a lucky break, I, I worked my ass off. I worked 24 hours a day. So, you know, it's a, I got a good opportunity to try and turn. My goal is to turn this into the first kind of ever R-rated sports center. Just getting the leagues on board is a little difficult when you're talking about the things that I'm talking about. Now, his dad is on Instagram, too, and it's, it's big. Really? Like, it's like a, he's like a lounge singer or something. Is that right? Mark Menner, your father? He's a lounge lizard. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's hey. Great. That's what he calls himself. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes to the bathroom every day and sings a song. I'm like, Dad, this is depressing. You can't do this. No, I love lounge lizards, but lot lizards, that's a different animal right No, truck right stops, there. Yeah, 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 forget lot about lizards, that. Lot lizards, you've got to be careful with that, man, especially nowadays. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, so I, do you I find these – 
Bob, you find these clips? I don't even know what a lounge lizard is. He keeps talking about it. I don't even know what it is. A lot lizard or a lounge lizard? Uh, A lounge lizard. Lounge. Lounge lizards are guys who could go, go, you know, in small little clubs, smoke-filled rooms, and they'd sing crooner songs. They'd sing Sinatra, old-school stuff. And then the old 40-something divorcees would come in. I think they were a little older than that. No, and they were 40-something. They're the ones who fall over the lounge lizards when I was a king, when I was a lounge lizard myself. So he is a lounge lizard. Okay, I'll make There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. There's nothing wrong with being a lounge lizard. Lizard just has such a weird way of, when you hear it, it just sounds so, I don't know. But all right, my dad's a lizard, I guess. So now do you do stand-up? Because would you consider your stuff stand-up or play-by-play? Where would you, if you're going to have to, like, Categorize himself? Yeah, I can't even say the word. Part, compartmentalize your, your gig. What are you, yeah. a comedian? Are you a play-by-play guy? Are you a game show host? What are you, Bob? I mean, I, I don't know, but I, I, would, I don't think I'd ever want to be a real play-by-play announcer. That's the best way to answer your question. I don't think I'd ever want to do sports broadcasting unless I could do it in my style. Like if Fox offered me a deal tomorrow and said, hey, Bob, we want you to call NFL games, but you have to take away everything you've done and built, and you have to go PG, but you can do five years of Fox and maybe the Super Bowl, I probably would say no. You know, I, I, I believe that, like, there's an alternative way to kind of interpret yeah. sports and listen to sports, and that's just my gut and what I want to do. That's why people are like, you know, you ever think about going into real broadcasting? I'm like, nah, I don't want to. I don't like people telling me what to do or say, you know? See, I think, you know, you know how golf is so buttoned up, Tony? Yeah. Bob loves golf. He plays golf. He plays it. He gets on Riviera somehow. I think he sneaks on. I'm not sure how he gets on there, but he plays there. He would be so great on an alter- alternate golf broadcast. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he just fucking hooked How about you know the I mean? Masters? So How about him doing the Masters? Oh. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, good luck with that, guys. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't mean the real Masters. No. I mean like the, the, alternate, the masters. alternate Masters where you don't have to call them patrons. Right. And you don't like have only, to talk. The, the dark side. Get away with that. Yeah, exactly. The only way we can get away with that is to get 12 hammered guys, stick them on a golf course, say it's Augusta the Masters, and that's the only way we can get away with it. <laughs> so now not you li- going to be able to do the real Masters guy. Now, you live in L.A., right? Yes. Beautiful, man. So He's you're from just, Boston, though, I think. Why, uh, Boston, well, L.A.? Well, in Boston. Yeah. So you, uh, are you one of those, like, Celtic and uh, Patriot honk guys? I'm a diehard Pats fan, diehard Red Sox fan. Celtics, yes. Bruins, yes. But order of importance, obviously, Patriots, Red Sox, Celtics, and then uh, Bruins. So when did you start doing that? Did these, did these video clips find you, or do you find them? I, I kind of just look. I mean, a lot of times now that I have, like, a, you know, accumulated a massive amount of people following me, a lot of the videos get sent to me. They're like, hey, you should do this one. You should do this one. So I kind of get the people sent to me, and then I look at them. I see my brain goes real quick to see if I can do anything with it. And then I unlock the cage to let Peter out, and then we go out. Of, we get to work. <laughs> Bob Mennery, uh, you could follow him on everything. You're not following me, though, Bob. I'm really disappointed. I sent you I'm a nice. Right now. I'm going to do it right I now. I sent you a nice note. I gave you major love last week. Now, I wasn't even trying to get you on the show. I just wanted to give you appreciation for your incredible talent and how you do this and how it's become. It's its, its own entity now. You're like a, you're a rock star, man. Well, we got to start getting uh, the paycheck's going to start coming in, so that's the next step. Now we now we got to turn it into something. <laughs> now you have gear, right? He sells have merch. That, it's you merch. have to have merchandise. Yeah. Pretty soon, I'm going to do merchandise. You got to have merchandise. It's all about the brand. It's all I mean, about right. the brand. Merchandise is merchandise is huge. I mean, it's like 35 percent of our business, you know. So, and along with you know Barstool as well, they do a great job with merch and like oh, 35 percent yeah. of their business. So, merchandise is important. People like to wear shit and get behind something. So if I was going to get a Bob Mannery shirt, which is the must-have one that I must purchase first from your store? I mean, look, 
You know, I have four days left in the 60-day no-drinking challenge, so we're going to have the Ripper Magoo drinking team that we're going to start. And so uh, we're going to get band together across the stage, do a cross-country road trip once this quarantine is over. Peter's going to be allowed to come, and we're going to do the cross-country Ripper Magoo drinking team shirts. They're probably going to come out in a week. Yeah, you guys, I'm, we are on your website now. It's uh, the Ripper Magoo. Yeah, Slug and Brews and Ripping Magoos. Slug and Brews and Ripping Magoobies, yes. <laughs> I gotta have one of those, man. I'll wear it on the show. I'll send you one for not for, for not following you. I'll send you one, and I'll follow you, and I'll write you a song. Because I'll wear it on the show, you know. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna pimp myself out. You send me one of your show, your T-shirt from your show, whatever it is, and I will wear it on this show. We're on Sirius hey, XM now. In the mail. We're on Twitch. in the mail. We're on Twitch and Sirius XM, so you can't get more reach than that, can you? I mean, no. You guys do a great job over there, so I, I'm honored to have you wear it. So am I to understand that you're not drinking during this quarantine? Well, I went to the Super Bowl, and then uh, it was like, wow, what just happened the last four days? I slept one hour. I was at the strip club 11 that's like, doesn't close. And I wasn't like, I'm not like into strippers or anything, but I was just like, that's the place to go. That's where everybody went. Mm -hmm. Wait, you were in Miami, and you didn't come to Radio Row, where I've been there for 30 years? Yeah, they don't let me in there. Uh, <laughs> they, let, they didn't let Peter in either. So. Uh, no, no, no. We haven't, we haven't gotten that far yet. No, we're still beginning. Uh, but anyways, so back to the strip club. Yes. Um, we, uh, we went there, and uh, yeah, it was over 24 7 I just started drinking. I was drinking way too much. I'm like, shoot, I'm, I'm going to stop when I get to L.A. So I fly back to L.A., and then I just continue to drink. I'm like, i got to slow down. This is, I'm like turning into Peter. So then all of a sudden, I just made, I was like, all right, I need enough incentive to be able to not drink so i called up michael rubin who's a billionaire and i said yes. michael i'm i'm just i'm gonna try to do the six days no drinking thing you want action and he's like you have no chance of not drinking blah blah, blah. so i was like all right fifty thousand dollars for saint jude for charity a house at coachella twenty thousand in value a night um if i win and if you win i'll be your butler for two days and i'll be a brand ambassador for fanatics for one year for free wow so we, came, we, we came to a deal that was done so then i picked up the phone i called christian mccaffrey who's running back for the panthers i said christian do you want action? Ruben's taking action on me not drinking for 60 days. You want some? He said, you can't not drink for 60 days. I said, well, you know, because i got to play the part a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be hard. I knew I was going to win this set. So long story short, McCaffrey uh, agreed to it. If, if I don't drink for 60 days, he's got to mention me in three interviews throughout the NFL season. So he has to be like, uh, you know, we had a tough game today, obviously. You know, we lost the, the game, and Bob Mentory's the man. And, like, he has to sneak something in there. <laughs> and, that, so, and then if I lose to him... I have to go in this machine that he uses for training. It spins you around like you're training for the moon. Wow. And it shoots you all in different directions. How many Gs? How many Gs is at the pole? Like 50 million. I have no idea, but it's out of control. Hmm. <laughs> Bob Mentory, so. he's, a, he's, a, he's a monster. He really is, Harry. Harry turned me I, I, cause we, I did his, I did Steve Zabin's podcast, Harry mm-hmm. and I, and I was saying, oh, I love the guy with the play-by-play, and then they both knew you. And I was like a dope, and I'm like, I didn't know your name. And then I looked you up. I sent you a message. And now we're, like, bonded forever, man. I'm, I'm in. I mean, anytime. I mean, I get old real fast. So, But anytime you need me on here, let me know. <laughs> and by the way, that, that Michael Rubin, <laughs> yeah. one of the owners of the 76 He's one of the minority owners of the 76ers. Yeah, we had yeah. him on our show at the yep. Super Bowl on Radio Row, pimping T-shirts for fanatics. I mean, he controls everything this Yeah, guy. and Kevin Harlan does his voice. Yeah, over. he does the yeah. voice tracks for it. Kevin Harlan, the great Kevin Harlan. Well, Bob, we it's were, an honor. Uh, it's an honor, yeah. man. Yeah. You're an amazing talent. You've been able to find something that I used to mock when I was a kid, when we would mock guys who sounded like that on radio, and now we are worshiping the sound of Bob Mentory doing play-by-play the way it was meant to be done. 
Thank I you so much, it, sir. Thank you Thanks, so much. Thanks, guy. Also, too, when it comes out, this thing, let me know. I'll get you more 12-year-old boys that watch the show, all right? Thank <laughs> you very much, man. Yes. BobMentary.com. BobMentary.com. Follow him on all the Instagram media. Come on, man. Not everybody on Twitch is 12 years old. Yeah, that, 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 that was the early, like, idea of Twitch. That's changing. By the way, 12-year-olds buy T-shirts, too. Well, that's true. By the way, we have to give a major shout-out to Jack in the Back. That was a great job by him. He was the one that got Bob He got Bob Mary. He got Bob Let me put my hands together, ladies and gentlemen, for the greatness that is Jack. He provided the Tito's vodka, and he got Bob on. I mean, what more? He's producing from his house in Jersey. I sent him a message on Instagram yesterday. He got right back to me, so we're going back and forth. And then he said, uh, well, I can come on now. And I'm like, dude, the show doesn't start until Monday at 3. <laughs> and, then, and then he went dark on me. Like, he just oh, disappeared. Yeah. So I'm thinking he's, he was just clowning. He's not going to come on. Right. So great job out of Jack. Yeah, that was a fantastic was, job. Yeah, thank you, Jack. Jack's producing from yeah, home. Yeah, no, that's awesome. He's, he's in, what do they call it? He's uh, social distancing. Quarantining. He's uh, something at home. He's What's a quarantine producer. Yeah. Sheltering at home. He's, he's sheltering at home. Yeah. And he's producing at home. And I think we have, I know that we have more people on hold. But we got a break, we have to We'll come back. More of your calls. 215-462-TONY, 8669. That's the number. And uh, we got a couple of little nuggets here before we get out of here on day one on Sirius XM 211. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. That was fantastic. Bob is hysterical. You know, he's a kind of in the same as the uh, Pat McAfee ilk. You know, that kind of wild out of there. Just Yeah, but Pat was more well-known because he was a punter. Yeah. He was a big personality. But he has kind of that same... Uh, he came out of nowhere with that, though. Yeah. When you heard drop earlier, your microphone might be spinning. Well, what happened? It fell? I, I moved it here. But it oh, it didn't yeah, fall it off the... Been, it could have been a catastrophe. Oh, no. Been. Where was it falling off of? Off the super turntable. Because you probably tried to switch it. I didn't do nothing. Oh. It's an oscillation sensation. Yeah, Tony, that might not be a good idea until we glue it down somehow or put like a little rubber. Slap it up and flip it and rub it down. We need like a little rubber thingy on there so it doesn't slip off. Because, you know, rubbers keep things safe. Um, Guys, Josh Innes out of the break. Oh, beautiful, man. Josh Innes out of the break. We have so many people that are contacting us. There, all these people Sorry, that want to be on the show. You're going to go all the way to the top now. So right, all the way to 6 o'clock? Way, so you're going to have to be a hard, okay? It's okay. a hard out. Um, is it exactly at 6 o'clock, hard yeah, out? 59, 59.09. Yeah, but oh, that, I think cl- I could that do clock, it. though, is not uh, sync, though, right? It's pretty much, isn't it? That that clock is exactly right, but I don't know if it's synced to Sirius. Okay. That one is. Um, okay. Bob Mary's still not following me after he said he was going to. That son of a. He bitch. probably met on Instagram. Yeah. He's I'm more on, on Instagram than he well, is. He's got to be on Twitter too. I need to get. I need okay. to get Caleb working on Instagram to get you back on Tony Bruno's show, not Tony Bruno Show One. And you need to have all of yours across the board as well. Because you're different on every single.
Oh. Ah, we're live. Doesn't that sound like a kiss lick to you? Yeah. Like if you took a kiss song from like the mid 70s and pulled down all the vocals. It's a good job out of you, Harry. Speaking of yeah. a guy who knows the vocals and a guy who's been in radio for a long time, even though he's still a youngin. Because he started like at two. Another one of my co-hosts. It's like a reunion show today. Mike Golick checked in. Who else do we have? Well, Siciliano will be on tomorrow. Siciliano will be on tomorrow. Howard Eskin. He was never a co-host, but I worked with him way back in the day. And now a man who's down there in Houston. He's on Twitch, and he's blowing up on Twitch already. The great Josh Innes in Houston. Hello. Well, the- I'm glad to be on. This is a, a very special day. It's a who's who of, of people who've worked with Tony. And I'm glad that you're back with Harry, so now all the people can stop tweeting me that I ruined your career <laughs> at the best radio show ever. Uh, Harry and Tony is no longer on the air, and you ran Tony into retirement, and, uh, and Tony hates you and everything. Now you guys are back together, and now people will finally stop messaging me that I have ruined your life and your career. So this is actually... Really like an Independence Day for me. Exactly. So uh, I'm glad to be here. No, you know, like I watch your show Friday night where Robin and I were watching your Twitch stream and you're drinking and you're having fun and you got the dog and you got Jilly. And we were we were going back and forth on there. So I, I participate with all the people that I like that I've worked with. I don't have any enemies in this business. No, and actually, you don't. I, I, I would agree with that. I've never met well, except anybody. maybe one guy, but I don't understand that one, but that's a different story. Yeah, that, different. Hey, you know what? One out of a million isn't too bad. You've got a pretty good percentage, and uh, everybody else I've ever met, everybody loves you. So, And now you're back on the radio again. You're back on, you're on XM. You're nationwide, like when I used to listen to you on Into the Night. Uh, and now here you are. you got the band together, and you're on the Dan Patrick channel. And you're the only thing that was that, that got me to turn away from Yacht Rock Radio. Yeah. The only reason I turned off Robbie Dupree's Steal Away today <laughs> was because Tony Bruno is back on the radio. Listen. Now, if I were Dr. Hook, I wouldn't have turned over. But for Robbie Dupree or Tony, I'll take Tony any day of the week over Robbie. Well, thank you, Josh. You know, I love Yacht Rock Radio, hey. but the one thing, the playlist, is, you know, you hear the same song. It's like listening to an oldies FM station on real yeah. radio. It's like you hear every day. King you're Harvest. Hear, you're going to hear Dancing in the Moonlight. You're going to hear Robbie Dupree Steal Away. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear uh, Richard Marks. But my favorite. No, 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 Richard Marks is not on Yacht Rock Radio. And he'd probably get offended that you said that. Or he'd just get offended that you don't hate Trump because he's a psycho on Twitter. No, and, I know. Uh, he, and I, he and I actually went at it on Twitter out of nowhere. You went at it with Richard Marks? Yeah, he was like a he was a dick to me. Ambrosia is on Yacht Rock Radio. Ambrosia? Yeah. No, Ambrosia, I love all the Yacht Rock stuff. Uh, uh, at the Atlanta Rhythm Center. Right. Oh, I'm so into uh, you, Judy man. The Brothers, Solo Michael McDonald, Loggins and Messina, Solo Kenny Loggins, thousands of songs with either Kenny Loggins or Michael McDonald doing harmony. Songs with the two of them together. Now, Josh, you actually said that our board op, Josie, looks like a young Michael Madonna, yes, which I does. totally agree with. Yeah, I did. That or Serpico. Yeah, um, it's more Serpico. That was on last night, yeah. Serpico. I was flipping around on the channel. Serpico was on. No, Josie is a legendary guy. He's been around. We've done a lot of remotes. We've done some of the seediest places in the Philadelphia, New Jersey, tri-state area. Yeah, this is a major step up for him compared to some of the other places. <laughs> places that COVID-19 wouldn't go. Exactly, Tony. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> COVID-19 wanted no parts of those places. Is, is your basement, your basement is a step up from all the places it actually is. I mean, we've got full. We got a full bar. We got our buddy Jack in the back sent us vodka, champagne. We got a fridge down here. We got all the wine you can eat. 
if we're going to be locked down here for who knows how long, there's no better place I'd rather be than right here. <laughs> Shut up. I've seen it on, the, uh, on Twitch, and now I guess you can prove it even more. I mean, look at this. You're kind of living the dream. You don't have to leave home. You're doing a national radio show. You're like Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> exactly, except I still, I still wear headsets. I don't need that thing stuck in the side of my head. And, again, no, I'm no, not making fun of people's uh, – that's a medical condition, which I wasn't even aware of until yeah, he, I saw Yeah, you can't hear. Yeah. You didn't know that, that that was a cochlear implant? I didn't know about cochlear. Yeah. Well, well, I don't have much I don't have much gray matter up there anymore anyway, so what would I know about a cochlear implant? That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> I'll vouch for that. <laughs> now, Josh, you and Jill are killing it on Twitch. You know, because we – our good buddy Don Collins, you know, he got us in there, and then all of my friends are doing it, Dan Cilio, you, a whole bunch of JT the Brick. A lot of people are doing Twitch now, and so it's not just oh, for 12 years. Is on Twitch? I think he is. He's doing serious. Of course, he's on the Mad Dog channel, and I think he has a Twitch channel. Bubba the Love Sponge is on Twitch again. And so well, a, lot of, a lot of radio, radio people Twitch. It's I mean, a radio people Twitch, yeah. He's the king of it, though. Like, he's like, he's got, like, he could take all of our followers combined and still have, like, double what all of we have. But we're growing. We're part of the Don Collins Twitch army. We're part of and uh, and yeah, we're doing pretty well actually. We've kind of uh, we've kind of gotten hot a little bit doing these weekend shows. During like I would never say that the coronavirus is a good thing, but if you're trying to build a Twitch channel, the, the coronavirus has not been bad for people that are trying to build a Twitch channel on the weekend. Yeah, you know? no, you guys do you know, and I love that because we used to do Friday night shows down here, Robin and I. Yeah, they we were would drink popular. on the air. And, you know, we would play Red music. Red Wine Friday. Red right? Wine yeah. Friday. I don't even mean when we were on Fox and doing the national show. But when we were doing our Friday night, we would do Monday to Thursday and then do Friday night down here. And then we would play music. And the good thing about being on Sirius is I could play music now and not have to worry about ASCAP and BMI coming after me and getting all these emails about, oh, somebody, you, you violated, uh, you know, somebody's... Uh, you went too long with a, sh- a not song. Not even that. Right? It's not even about the length of the song. You cannot play songs... If you don't Period. have an ASCAP BMI license. The worst oh, really? is YouTube. YouTube has an algorithm that within two seconds, it's like Tony. Tony recognizes a song within two seconds. So does mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah. And they will immediately They'll ban, ban you. you. They'll, like, throw you away. Bullshit, yeah. if no, I can I've say that. that. Had, I, and I can't help myself because a lot of what I do is centered around music and making fun of music or playing music or getting really blitzed and doing karaoke to the music. Uh, there's all of these things. Now, speaking of music, I heard you guys play the Joe Exotic, I Saw a Tiger song. I love that song, man. There's a, he's got a whole catalog. I don't know what it was. He has his catalog on YouTube. And my favorite one is the, the uh, dedication to one of his husbands that accidentally killed himself. Yes. Maybe accidentally killed himself. I mean, if I was in that situation, I'd probably just kill myself anyway, not on accident. And it was messed out anyway, so who the hell knows? But the song is called How Was I to Know, I believe is what it's called. And the video is typical, like, you know, like when you watch those 80s videos, like, like faithfully. And, like, you can see Perry's, like, on a bus. Then they're showing him live in a concert. Then he's on the bus again looking out the window. And he's thinking about his kids and his wife. It was kind of like one of those videos. But every video of his husband was the most white trash thing ever. Like, there's one of him just shooting a shotgun into a pond. For no reason, he's just shooting a shotgun into a pond. And then there's one where the dude's on a four-wheeler, and he jumps over a guy that's laying on the ground, and he jumps over Oh, yeah, over it was insane. Off. It's the most insane show I've ever seen. Even Brian De Palma couldn't think up that script, and neither could, what's-his-face, uh, 
Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino yeah. could not come up with this with this script. You guys have to watch that video, though. We it's got it right now. How would I to know? We have it right now. We're playing it and just for you. On an all-request Monday, Josh Innes. We're going to send this out Here to you. Here is How Was I to Know by Joe Exotic, except it wasn't really him. It's by somebody else. At a drive-in. This song is a legit banger. This song is like, if this song were performed by, like, The Weeknd or somebody, you think it was the greatest song ever? <laughs> this song, this is the most legitimately awesome, like, kind of, like, medley, like, every Rose has forty type song. But if he didn't sing it, Josh, why do they show him in a studio with one of those mic They fake things? it really, really well. He does fake it well. Because it's a narcissist. It's bizarre. It's I, like, think, like, I think his I husbands think did as well. Are you watching the video? Yes, yes I'm yeah. watching. He's in a recording studio with the mic, uh, the now breath thing. And holding of hands, walking in the snow. And then watch all the trashy videos of his husband. It's so good. I know. I need more Joe Exotic. Jeez. Let's, I can't get enough of him. Let's get back to Ambrosia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, can we play some Orleans? Orleans, you're still Orleans, the one, Josh. Yeah. You're still the Firefall. One. Oh, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, LaRue. Um. <laughs> All right, Josh, we got to get out of here, man. It's good to talk to you, brother. You too, Tony. Be good. There he is, Josh. Follow him on Twitch. Josh Innes Show on Twitch.tv. Josh Innes and Jilly and the dog. A lot of fun, man. Does he, does he only do it on weekends? No, I think he does it. He, he does a night show. He does night a weekend. Yeah, night, he does and quite a Saturday a bit. night show. So was he doing like chain. WrestleMania on Saturday night, I wonder? Like no, watching he's just doing WrestleMania his own thing. And you just... know, the great thing about Twitch, and we did it for a year nonstop, yeah. is that you don't break for commercials and you can do whatever you want. Right, right. And then people will, will, will like ask people for bits and then they'll send them bits mm-hmm. and then they'll do some stupid stunt. You know what I mean? It's like you're you're like a trained seal. Right, right. Your audience asks you to do something stupid, and then you do it, hmm. and then they throw. It's like being in a dueling pianos bar. Now bits <laughs> is that convert to like pennies? Yes. Okay, so if you get twenty bits, it's twenty cents. Correct. Exactly. Okay, but we can't call it money though because it I doesn't sound like. I call it cash. It's like money. a tip. You know, it's like buying us a drink for just a second. But who I gotta would, play who this. Who wouldn't want to buy Tony and Harry a drink? No, right? I know. I gotta play this though. I know people are sick of this, but as I'm long not. as the bartender served it with gloves, you love this. Yeah, it's a good song. I have to admit it, but it wasn't sung by him. All right, here he is. Here's my boy. Tell all the hunters to lay down <laughs> their guns. Tell them that the tiger. I need my cigarette lighter. Let them run it's all the way up. Let them Did you think this was him singing so, these songs? No, I did. Even from, from the very first? No. no, there's no way this guy. If this guy had this kind of talent, he'd be on the radio. He'd be like doing music. But, I haven't, heard, oh, yeah. but I haven't heard about the guy who really did it. Like, I mean, he's not on the radio anywhere. Well, I don't know. So you're saying he's the Millie Vanilli of country tiger raising a $5,000 a tiger yes. thing? I mean, who's he talking about here? Like Ted Nugent? Like guys that go big game hunting? I guess. Or anybody. There? Anybody yeah. that goes and shoots big game. That goes out to Africa. Yeah. Can you tell me who's wrong? <laughs> I know we don't do lighters anymore. We hold up our cell phones. I've never done that. No, I never held up a cell phone. No, that's that's like that's not that's for the light. I mean, I've held up a cell phone to take a little video, maybe a twenty-second bogus, video, man. but that's about it. How far have we come? Remember when you couldn't even have a cell phone and they would cons- confiscate them at a concert? Yeah. 
Now, yeah. is there any way they can stop anybody? No, no. Well, I remember when I first started working with you 10 years ago, and you had to remind me that if we went into a sports book yeah, or we anything, they'd like, go, oh, you're in Las Vegas, you couldn't even go into the book and take yeah. a picture oh, of the big screen. Because I was, I'm, I'm all about marketing, right? So I would be wanting to take pictures, yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah. Tony's like, oh, Robin, put that away. Oh, yeah, We're they get think you're, out. Yeah. you're taking a shot yeah. of their lines right. and then sending them to somebody. And somebody would come out right away, sort of like they do in Philly if you're, like, walking down the street and they come after you. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, the other story, Harry, we got to do a golf update before yeah. we wrap it up in the final two minutes. And when I think of golf, I only think of one guy, not Tiger Woods. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Harry Mays, the man who is now making the turn <laughs> at Augusta National. Well, the big news today, Tony, was the uh, Open Championship. Normally the British Open. People call it the British Open in this country, was officially canceled. Not postponed, right. officially canceled. Because the Masters is postponed, which means they're going to play it again. They hope to. I mean, right. this they're is all temporary anyway. But there will be no Open Championship nope. in England or Scotland or wherever they play it on the British Isles this year. So it was supposed to be a Royal St. George's, and that's going to be now next year in Royal St. George's. And then the 150th, which would have been next year had they played the one this year, but that's now going to be 2021, will be St. Andrews. In 2022. No, it's, 150 be, will be 2022. 149 will be 2021. See, it's 2020. There's no 2020. Right, right, 2022. Right, 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 right. right, right. right. Now, the other news was the PGA is now temporarily set for August the 6th through the 9th at Harding Park. It's not Tanya Harding Park. No, no. But uh, that's going to be now the first major of the year. Mm-hmm. And then the U.S. Open at uh, Wingfoot, there were some rumors that it might have been moved to Pebble Beach right. or Torrey Pines, but no, they're saying Wingfoot. Right. Uh, September 17th through the 20th, so that's football season. And then the Masters, November 12th through the 15th. And the Azaleas will all be dead. Yeah. But Jim Nance will be alive. <laughs> It'll be nothing we but hope. pine straw. We hope. <laughs> pine straw and <laughs> Nick Faldo. <laughs> We want to thank everybody as we wind down the first day and thank everybody who helped make this happen today. First of all, the great listeners, Pat Kaneen, Joe C., Joe Krause, Miss Robin, everybody else who is listening and helping us. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Don't forget, 3 to 6, Sirius XM, 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. We'll see you tomorrow, baby.